0: So I've opened the last two episodes by saying we're in the dead of the offseason. Not a thing has happened. But today something finally happened. Wasn't the biggest thing in the world, but it was something. Jalen Brown finally got his Supermax extension. The fattest contract in NBA history to the 21st best player in the league. How are (laughs) y'all feeling about this? Look,
1: man. All right. Regardless of how people feel about it, good or bad, at the end of the day, You need to take it as inspiration. This man's own teacher told this man, hey, I'll see you in the Cobb County jail system (laughs) in a couple years from now. Back when he was like 16, 15 years old or whatever. Yeah, exactly, bro. So (laughs) for someone who doesn't have a left hand. This should be inspirational to all the right-handed hoopers out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. As long as you're very good at what you can do, you don't got to be the best. You can cash in. You, you know what's really
1: the most insane thing I saw? I saw someone put up a tweet of a literal only right-handed hooper. <laughs> Somebody was right-handed. He wasn't Emmanuel Hanzel either. some other dude. He was going crazy. And he was like, I forget what the caption was, but it was absolutely hilarious and out-of-pocket.
0: very out of pocket Jalen brown got five years 300 million dollars 60 million dollars a year average it's not quite how it works it kind of levels up but by the end of the contract he'll be making over 60 million dollars a year
2: they better win a ring they better win a ring that's all that's all (laughs) i have to say like if you do if you walk away from this era after paying Jalen brown Giving Tatum his money, going out trading Chris, trading for Kristaps Porzingis, and you still have no ring. You're an embarrassment, and you are you will be the laughing stock of the NBA. I don't care how good they are; they can be the number one seed for the next five years, If there is no championship ring at the end of it. You are a laughing stock, and I, that's just simple and plain.
0: Man. So, do you think this is a okay? So that I agree, but my question is. Without that, on um, just all things being equal, is this a good deal for the Celtics? Like, should they have done this?
2: Should they have done it? Yes. Is it a good deal for them? No. Like they they <laughs> had to do it because there wasn't really a path forward to either like stay as good and stay as competitive, unless you unless you actually thought that like that the Dame for Jalen Brown deal was like on the table, ready to be signed. Like if. If that if that wasn't real, and I don't think that that it was, a lot of people have said like that. You know that never really had any real like credence to it. Then for the Celtics, you had to do this. You had to keep this core together. Tatum is entering his prime. Jalen Brown is entering his prime. And these two stars that you've created your team around, right? These two very dynamic wings in terms of like scoring the basketball you have to do this in order to stay where you are because for sure they've made the Eastern conference finals like five times in the last what eight years or whatever. You have to keep the momentum going, but
0: I think it's four times in five years, which is nuts outrageous. with that core. Yeah. What, what about you, Mo? How do you feel? What's your temperature on this deal? I mean,
1: similar ways to what Donovan said, I'm looking at it from a perspective where like you have to do this because there's nothing else on the table that makes sense. Um, and if you're not going to it doesn't make sense to go ahead and like play the long game with Jalen Brown and like trade him for scraps and potentially take a couple steps back in order to, you know, take you don't take a couple steps back for fit unless like the you have a prime time opportunity and the Boston Celtics did not have that. I really do hope that they had at least a couple conversations with teams like the Portland Trailblazers or whoever else. But I think they did what they had to do, and it's screaming to me, you know, like they genuinely believe that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, along with Chris Perzingis, Porzingis, will take them to the promised land. Although I do think like they did nothing to help at all, like solve the issues, the deep rooted issues, um, that stained their team throughout the over the last few years between this duo. So I feel like they did what they're supposed to do. Like if I'm yeah. if I'm the GM too, I probably do the same thing. And, you know, like, this sure. is the NBA. Bro. They really
0: had no choice. They had no choice. As soon as Jalen Brown qualified for the Supermax, you had to give it to him. If anybody who qualifies the Supermax, unless they're, like, clearly not even, like, all-star level, they're going to get it. Especially as a homegrown star like Jalen Brown. How can you look a player in their eyes and say, you don't deserve this maximum amount of money that you qualified for or making all-NBA? That's just horrible for team chemistry. It's not going to lead to anything productive. So, they were kind of screwed, and which leads to a bigger picture conversation has the Supermax has, like, not helped the teams at all. Yeah. It's been good for players individually to make more money, but every single player besides, like, Steph Curry and Jokic who have gotten the Supermax, it's been a mistake. Like, it's never worked out well unless it's, like, the best guy in the league.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's an even deeper conversation, man. Like, what the Supermax was intended to do seems like it's might be backfiring you know in terms of just like yeah. keeping your homegrown star and stuff like that, yeah whatever cool like you guess you could say it, it makes sense but overall like it just feels like just because you make it all there's like i don't know all nba first team is very different from all nba third team like it's a couple yeah. there's a couple tiers difference you know and so i He's think literally, that, like, literally two tiers between yeah them. <laughs> yeah no quite quite <laughs> obviously quite literally yeah. but <laughs> but i think that Things need to be reevaluated and re- readjusted so teams mm-hmm. don't strangle themselves with the cap and all that stuff. Because. Yeah, because
0: Jalen deserves his money, but it's very hard to build a team when 45% of your cap is going to the 20th best player in the league. Like a really good second option that could arguably be a first option on many nights if your star player isn't there. But it's, like I said, unless he's a top five guy, he's not going to be worth that much money in your cap. It limits your flexibility. So. The answer is probably like they should be able to give him that money, but it only counts as a regular thirty-five percent max against the cap. But that's not where we're at, so it's it's a lose-lose situation. Listen, yeah.
2: get Ad, get Adam on the phone. We we can talk to Adam. <laughs> we can we can help him figure out you know the league, figure out the super max because like you said, it's just. For, and it's funny because a lot of these things, like a lot of the rules that get put into place, are meant to like help small market teams and are meant to help you know. Like, like the the supermax is is so that the smaller markets can give their homegrown stars these big contracts to try and keep and get them to stay. But guys are getting the supermax and then a year in they ask for trade. They, like if they're truly unhappy, they just ask for a trade request and then it's like, okay, are you actually gonna? Are you just gonna let this person not play games and you they're just gonna sit out on the side? And it's just like a dead asset. Or are you gonna trade them because they're unhappy and you can just fix the chemistry? And so this doesn't. Yeah. Like it puts the players in a position where they have immense leverage once they once they sign this the supermax and it's
0: sometimes but sometimes the team decides that the supermax contract isn't worth keeping on the books like we saw Mm -hmm. Blake Griffin he got it and then a year later they traded him by their own volition like
2: sick that was funny though either way it
0: goes (laughs) it's never like it's very rarely in the best interest for both parties for Mm -hmm. this deal to continue like it's hard to make that work yeah man yeah we
2: Are we abolishing the Supermax? Is that is that the stance as a pod? As <laughs> no, a pod, not pod Is that the stance that, that we're taking? As
0: it stands, it should just it should be adjusted, not abolished. Like, exactly. Nobody benefits if it counts as much against the cap as you're giving them. Like, it should be something that is like a true benefit to the team, not just you can give them proper value, but like, like it shouldn't count properly value. You Know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be one to one, or else there's no real benefit.
2: Yeah. No that that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. But
0: on the other hand. People are having a lot of shell shock reaction to the three hundred million dollar number, and like, how can you give him this much money for someone who's not one of the best players in the league? And realistically, if he didn't make All NBA and he qualified for a forty percent max instead of forty five, or maybe it's thirty five and forty, whatever the numbers are, they weren't gonna have cap space regardless. Either way, it's it looks like a big number, but it's the same proportion of the cap as it was before. The cap is going up, so to be fair, there is some rea- overreaction to the numbers. Like, it tangibly, doesn't make a huge difference. I don't- yeah. I
1: feel Listen, like, go ahead, Donovan.
2: At a certain point, though, right, and like you can look at stuff by percentages, but once the, we're going to get to a point where the money is so big, where percentages out the out the door, some some mid level guy is going to be getting paid like you know twenty five thirty million dollars, and just like. This is wild, right? Like mm-hmm. just the just the sheer number. Because once once you start, you know, talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, and we can get into you know percentages and everything. Fifty million dollars is still fifty million dollars, and so, yeah. like once the once the cap goes up, I think we're going to get to a point where it's just going to be impossible to look at the number and not be shocked at just how For much sure. and just how much money it is. And it's like, yo, this guy is just like you said, he's the twentieth best player in the league, and yeah. He's now owner of like the richest contract in NBA history. Obviously, obviously, obviously that, that's gonna change. Da, 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 da. But he's making he's gonna make 70 million dollars. And yeah. I don't think any of us That's how it goes. Like I don't think any of us think that years, like Jana Brown is gonna be like top a top five player in the league and he's making no, no, 70 no. million. But
0: see, in two years from now, he'll be the 20th best, highest paid player in the league. Like it's how it goes. <laughs> like it comes in cycles. So like it's hard not to overreact, but there's 12 other players who have a supermax. he has the same proportion of the cap as them what's the other next 12 come they'll have that new cap salary that he signed under it'll be it'll level out over time
2: kuzma's gonna be making 45 million dollars a year pretty soon i'm just gonna lose my mind
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like these big ass numbers are so mind-boggling and i feel like in the era that we grew up in us specifically around our age like 2k my league and all that heavy influence in terms of like ball knowledge and all that and i feel like throughout this time period we've like gone a lot of people have gone to good gist of what type of value nba players should be given or awarded but now because of a lot of back-end stuff happening tv deals and all that like a lot of people don't have their scale isn't updated in terms of what each player is valued sure. at, and so like in the future for sure, like next time that Luca, let's say not not Kuz, but say Luca Doncic gets an opportunity to go ahead and sign a fat ass bag, he's going to be making a hundred million dollars like a year. Eventually, it's gonna happen, whether yeah, when he's sure. like thirty or twenty seven, it's gonna happen, you know. And it's yeah. it's just a thing that no one's ever gonna be able to get over because of how fast these things seem to like be moving just a couple of years ago. My uncle, Luau dang was making $17 million a year. <laughs> my uncle, cool. it's crazy. Yeah. So I think it's a lot like... of
0: people still view like max salary guys at like $30 million. That's still like the baseline people's heads from back when Mike Conley got that deal. And like 30 was like the typical max, but now there's different forms of max contracts and different like rookie designated extensions. Just like so many different tiers now that like, nothing's consistent. They're like, 50 million is kind of the new 30 but then there's some guys making 60 some guys making 65 like there's no easy number to look at anymore there used to be so it's confusing for the average fan
2: listen between the Jalen Brown contract and and Mbappe getting offered a billion dollars to, to go play soccer in Saudi. No, no number makes sense to me anymore. I don't know what anybody is is worth because it's just on a complete, just crazy spectrum of how much money is in professional sports right now. It's just it's crazy. It's man. wild.
1: Catch up. Don't be a boomer, man. Catch up and get updated with the system. That's how boomers Bro, are created. $69 million
2: for Jalen Brown. Do you like if you if that money was coming out of your bank account, would you be happy
0: Bro, what? I mean, but, but at that point, they're going to be paying $250 million a year for the caps, so it'll, it'll be fine. Like, it's it's, it's, all, it's all relative.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: it's nasty exactly. work. That, that's what it is. Now, it's nasty <laughs> word.
1: when it comes to the on the court stuff, they're, like we said a couple episodes ago, back when I think they lost the Eastern Conference finals or whatever, they're fully leaning <laughs> on to. <laughs> Such a hater talk. <laughs> They're fully leading into Jason Tatum being the one, obviously clear as day, in terms of like, yo, know, like this playmaking. We we don't have we can't get it from outside. We can't outsource anything. We have to dig in-house. And Jason Tatum has to be trusted with the ball more because and be and like that type of facilitator. Yeah, for, for sure. And Jalen. But mainly, like in my mind, all the spotlights on him and what type of actual leap is he gonna
0: make. For sure. I mean, Tatum's made playmaking leaps over the last couple of years. Like he's For a solid sure. playmaker now. He used to be a black hole. Jalen can't be dribbling off his knees, getting ripped by every player on the Heat every five seconds anymore. Like he has to carry that burden, which doesn't mean a whole lot because he already had to this year, like he's already that second guy. But it's just emphasized pressure on him to somehow get better at those things. Who knows if he can? But he won't. It's just an even greater spotlight <laughs> on his biggest weakness. He uh,
2: he won't. He won't. He's he's about to go into year eight. Like outside of Brooke Lopez. Like this is it's not even something (laughs) it's not even something where it's it's like a a minor weakness. This is a major, major flaw of his. And Mm -hmm. I and again, outside of Brooke Lopez, I don't think that we've seen anybody who's been able to Blake Griffin like like Trent with Blake well Blake in Yeah, true. What's the weakness? What's the weakness for Blake?
0: Well, he wasn't a great passer when he was young, and he became a really good facilitator at those late Clippers years into the Pistons year. He was like a point forward, and obviously shooting, three-point shooting. Yeah, exactly. But that's a little different than playmaking feel, but Blake definitely had a big transformation too.
1: Pistons Blake was fucking different. Best version of Blake. DeMar DeRozan
0: Blake. Rosen did it with the Spurs. He became a really good playmaker for those couple of years when they needed him to be like the kind of pseudo point guard. Mm-hmm. So it's possible, but you know, we just named like three players there's fucking 6,000 in the rest of the history of the league who didn't do that. So it's not like the numbers are in his favor. Yeah. (laughs) Most players are who they are when they're 29.
2: That's what I'm saying. And I just, I just don't believe because if you can't, if you, if he didn't make that leap coming off of the finals loss, where he also could not dribble, then it's like, hey, Hey, you don't have a left hand and it really just costs us a championship. Do you think that you can get in the lab and work on that? And like, listen, I know for a fact that him and Kyrie, they probably run in the same circle. They probably they probably hang out uh, a lot, right? They're they're probably on the same wavelength. You can call Kyrie and ask for some <laughs> dribbling drills and do whatever you need to do to to get to get some handles.
0: Imagine being the highest paid player in the NBA and you ask your ex teammate, "Hey, can you come teach me how to play basketball? <laughs> Please
2: do it, do it." Because oh my god! This is this is back to back years that the Celtics have had. Jalen brown and his flaws be a major major issue for them and it's not and it's not something where i don't feel like we're overreacting whenever we talk about oh Oh, we're not like you know whenever we're talking about his dribbling is a problem it's an issue and he hasn't fixed it and if he doesn't if he 100 percent doesn't fix it going into next year i will lose hope that this will ever be something that he can fix
0: yeah it's not even necessarily just dribbling either it's like sure yeah he's not a good dribbler but like a lot of players aren't like clay thompson's not a good dribbler but it matters because the way the celtics roster is set up without a true point guard with very very limited passing ability on the roster you're forcing these guys to be the two lead playmakers Jalen and tatum so it's just like an added emphasis on that skill because of the players around him there's plenty of teams out there that you put Jalen there his lack of handle or lack of playmaking wouldn't be a big issue you throw him on uh the Hawks next to Trey Young, it wouldn't matter that much. But when you're next to Jason Tatum and Derek White and Kristaps Porzingis and Robert Williams and just a lot of guys who aren't top-tier passers, then that weakness becomes something that he has to actually go to. So it's, it's really loud as sport.
1: fuck. His weakness is base boosted. It's amplified like shit on a yeah. team like the Boston Celtics. Meanwhile, if base you're on a team like <laughs> if you're on a team like the Atlanta Hawks, you got a silencer on that bitch. Yeah, it's like a red flag, but like you know what I'm saying you can get away with it most of the time so yeah, exactly uh, i just hope you know that the celtics are right in terms of something that i also want to say before i finish my thought like these dudes are still pretty young and you know in terms of like the timeline of how long it takes for x and x player typically to go ahead and finally make that championship hump they're right on par you know in terms of that for sure. so i don't i'm not like calling this a rap. I'm not saying oh it's a terrible deal or anything like that. Um I think they did exactly what they're supposed to. I think they did yeah. exactly what they're supposed to do.
0: That's fair, but a lot of times when teams get over that championship hump, it's cuz they make a clear trade to address a weakness. The Bucks couldn't get over the hump. They got Drew Holiday, they got a playmaker next to Giannis who can allow Giannis to be the guy setting screens on pick and rolls, be the guy um, being a lob threat and use his playmaking secondarily because he also couldn't be the lead playmaker or you think of any other team that made that leap well, who who? what's the other team that in recent history you could think
1: of the, the Toronto Raptors if you want
0: yeah they added Kawhi it's an outlier but you know what I mean yeah. like the teams that get over that hump after a few years at the core together there's a reason why and we could argue the Celtics have done the opposite and they've exasperated their biggest weakness and didn't address it maybe Porzingis proves to be the talent needed to push them over the edge but it's not as simple as just having enough good players. You're going to be good. You have to fit together, and their weaknesses, like you said, are still their weaknesses.
2: Now they're on the clock, though. They they are <laughs> they're they're on the clock. You've been to the conference finals year after year after year. You were up to one in the NBA finals and lost three straight, and gave up like a twenty one to nothing run on your home floor in Game Six. I, I don't want to hear, especially next year. I don't want to hear anything about. Oh, the Celtics, they're still kind of young, like they're 26, 27. Yo, all of these guys have been in the Eastern Conference Finals since the day they walked into the league. Tatum was in the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals. Jalen Brown was there. All of them have experience now. You've been through enough games. You've been through enough series. Win something. It's time. It's time for the Celtics to to win. And and. You're giving people three hundred million dollars. You're trading for for Porzingis. You're making all these moves. Your time is now. And if you do not win a championship, it is it's a failure. It's like it's an utter. They hundred percent are championship robust this season. And this contract okay. and this contract is is uh is an indicator of that.
1: Shout out to the Boston Celtics. Your hands of your future will be decided by bald head Derek White. Good luck, man.
0: (laughs) Isn't it crazy that Mikael Bridges is older than Jalen Brown? That's so freaky to think about, dude. (laughs)
3: He's
0: like three months older than Jalen Brown. How the fuck is that possible? (laughs) That
1: sounds illegal, man. I feel like you just lied to me right there. (laughs) (laughs) And I I can't do anything to question you because I feel like you're right. Because I feel like Miles or Mikael Bridges has been in college for like, what, two years or something like that? So uh, Yeah, I think uh, Jalen, what's it called? Reclassified, so he came in really young. Yeah, exactly. Macau, I was watching the I was watching the Paul George podcast and I think he said like during high school and college he never clipped that 30 point per game mark, so obviously it took him some time to go ahead and, you know, he couldn't leapfrog people as he, as easily yeah. as Jalen Brown. So, Ugh.
0: speaking of bridges, I think that transitions us into the topic of this episode that you see in the title. We're going to rank our top 30 small forwards in the NBA, continuing the trend we've been doing this whole month where we've gone position by position. Now we're at threes. I like this list so much better than last week's. Last week was horrible.
2: We, we, we were li- in the trenches last week, but we have <laughs> we have overcome. The small forward list is arguably the best list in in the entire league in terms of position. And I'm very excited to see where where we're at.
1: Right before Love we it. get into these lists, y'all need to go ahead and join the Discord. Also, leave a like on this video. Go ahead, give us five stars across all audio platforms and drop a fat-ass comment and also like again on this video. We may continue. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, as always, the Discord link will be uh, in the description of this video. We're going to be there. It should be fixed. It was broken for a long time. should be good now. And yeah, man, I'll send my first five names and we'll get straight to this list.
1: Shout out to the mods.
0: <laughs> At number 30, I have... Herbert Jones at 29 DeAndre Hunter 27 Trey Murphy I mean 28 Trey Murphy 27 Kelton Johnson and 26 RJ Barrett wow. How do you all feel? Silence filled the room. I see uh, Moe's like dumbfounded by what
1: Dude, DeAndre Hunter's 29? <laughs> you think RJ Barrett is better than DeAndre Hunter? You're you're I mean, off the rocks, I mean, man. Is. You're crazy. Marginally. You're crazy. They both they're both mid as fuck. You'd rather I- have <laughs> RJ Barrett on your team? You're telling me that right now? Uh, You'd rather I mean, build around I mean, RJ Barrett or have him as a cornerstone piece?
2: Cornerstone at what? Okay. I mean, I would rather build you, you, around DeAndre Hunter, wrong. though.
0: You're thinking about it all wrong. Neither no. one of them are building around pieces. They're not <laughs> cornerstone guys. So you, this isn't a conversation of... You yeah. never build around either. That's an irrelevant question because if you're building around DeAndre Hunter, you're in hell. But if I'm just trying to say who's better overall, who provides more value... I give the slight edge to RJ. I feel like Hunter is very... He's solid at what he does. I was going to say very good. He's not very good at anything. But he's solid in his role and doesn't cost you anything. I guess you could say RJ has some negatives that hurt you at times. But I think RJ has a little bit higher of a talent ceiling.
1: Ceiling for sure. But that's literally I mean the currently, only thing... Not, not
0: something like long term. Like currently.
1: Yeah, whatever. Anyways, I think if you apply him... This doesn't mean he's a better player necessarily. But a lot of teams would have so much easier of a time figuring out where DeAndre Hunter would fit on their team and how he could easily provide value and elevate their team compared to someone like RJ Barrett, where you would have to finish and finagle um, his play style into a winning game and brand of basketball. now I agree like RJ Barrett, like currently, and also like just overall, I will forever think that I like RJ Barrett just naturally has a higher ceiling because he's just more aggressive. And he was, he's in that mold of a scoring small forward over, but that's a dream. That's
0: a reality. That's that's not reality. And Yeah, well, Hul- they're both mid, so if you want to put... Yeah, for sure. They're so close. Hunter could be a little better. I don't even care. Like, I,
3: yeah, like, I care! Know, they both suck.
0: God! <laughs> they both suck. The moral of the story is Trey Murphy's better than DeAndre Hunter. That's uh, not negotiable. If you want to push RJ down to 30, I don't give a fuck. That's fine.
1: Change your list right now.
0: I Honestly, I put RJ this high to try to be objective and be polite because I'm constantly crapping on RJ (laughs) and I do not think he's very good. I was like, let me put aside my feelings about his style of play. He's probably talented enough to deserve to be a little bit higher than 30. I wanted to put him next to Herb Jones, to be honest.
1: Hmm. Man.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I think... I think... (laughs) Well, listen. Well, I don't disagree with the idea that like they're very close, as you guys will see in my rankings. I think you're wrong in your assessment that that like you have to do a lot of finagling to make RJ Barrett like fit into some winning system. And like DeAndre Hunter is just this perfect glue guy. Like relax. Yeah. DeAndre Hunter sucks. Relax. He's not, he's not, he's not all that either. So it's like, he's not, are you this is a kidding TV me guy who's only okay at threes and
0: okay at deed this, listen this is more about deandre hunter being disappointing than it is anything about rj barrett he definitely has been disappointing
1: but when it comes to at least on the offensive end dude averaged what 16 points in the postseason in the postseason for us the year before that 21 points the year before that in five games like 10 great. points Yes, that's better than R.J. Barrett. That's better than not any game that R.J. Barrett has ever had because I can't. I don't discredit give a fuck about lie. a five-game
0: sample. sample. I do. I do.
1: I do. This means something to me, man. All right. And the numbers God. you said are
0: sixteen. Congratulations. We're talking about you said like it was thirty. Like he grabbed sixteen for five games. Great. Like that's, what a fucking while,
1: accomplishment. While I say this, I do need R.J. or DeAndre Hunter off my team, respectfully, <laughs> <laughs> so I can go ahead and let
2: this go. Yeah, mid off. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Still All, crazy, right. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm sending in my five. Let's let's keep this moving. At thirty, I have Kyle Slomo Anderson. Twenty nine, I have Gordon Hayward. At twenty eight, I have Keldon Johnson. Twenty seven, I have Dylan Brooks, and at twenty six, I have R.J. Barrett. Good oh, grief. Okay. What Kyle what, Anderson?
1: What possessed you to put Kyle Slowmo Anderson on? Kyle onto that Anderson
2: list? is nice. Kyle Anderson <laughs> is lit, bro. Listen, he is really good. He's listen, listen. I like he he's he is really good. And when you're looking at like when you watch the the Timberwolves and they had a lot of they had a lot of issues last year, but Kyle Anderson was one of those guys where when he's in the game, things just work better. He was a really good connector for them. And for sure, and when you have like when your team is Ant, Cat and Rudy Gobert, you really really need people to help facilitate the offense, right? Or else you're just going to get Ant, you know, going going one-on-one. And Kyle Anderson was one of those guys where he was doing a lot of that and he was and so I think for him like he pro- he provides a lot of value for the Timberwolves. I think that he even in even in Memphis, the the year the year prior, he was doing a lot of that. He just he's a swiss army knife he's a veteran he knows what he's doing i think that he contributes to winning basketball at a, at a very good level and so it's like yeah I do I, it. like do i think that he's a starting small forward in the league yeah i do do i think that do i think that kyle anderson can help a team win it win a championship or like be even if he's not like a starter can kyle anderson come off the bench and improve your second unit 100 so like yeah I'll, so so yeah. yeah i'll put kyle anderson at 30 you I like can that. put him yeah, I mean, literally.
0: I, if, if you told me I had to replace Herb Jones with Kyle Anderson, I'd have no issue with that for number thirty. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. You can put Kyle
1: Anderson on literally any team in the NBA, and there's a clear pathway as to how he'd thrive. Put him on the Warriors. Good grief, that's a disgusting combo. Put him no, on no, the no, 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 Detroit Pistons. Don't, don't,
0: don't, don't say this now. You were just. Ugh, that's
1: five what I'm saying. Ago. That's what I'm saying. What? No, no, no. I keep, just wanted keep to keep know what possessed you to go Own it. into that. Own it. I love it. I love him. What do you mean? I love him.
0: <laughs> I am. Not stand a fanboy or a stand, but I'll run the tape stand back. I something. heard, what possessed you to put Kyle Anderson on your yeah, list? Yeah, just because I'm curious.
1: Because like, you don't see <laughs> Kyle Anderson on any type of list whatsoever. Like, ever. This is the first time I've seen him on any type of list, bro. But I love it. I'm a fan of his. <laughs> any list ever? <laughs> <laughs> like, Nobody's ever wrote his name down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe he's been on the list of like most... Like top five or top ten most weirdest game in NBA history because it just stands out so clearly. But I'm gonna go ahead and um (laughs) send my list in at thirty. I got Dylan Brooks. Now I understand.
2: (laughs) There's there's, not like there's one name on your on your list. It's not Dylan Brooks, but we we can get to it.
1: Okay, so at thirty, Dylan Brooks, twenty nine, Keegan Murray, twenty eight. I have Trey Murphy. 27, Kelly Oubre and Josh Hart at 26. Now, I forgot about Kelly Oubre
0: because he's not on a team, so I forgot about him. Fuck. Yeah, Kelly Oubre is like, I don't know,
1: like he averaged 20 points per game, which is crazy as hell to say, but I hate using this word, but those, those are some of the most. Empty stats, Thank empty
0: you. calorie <laughs> stats that I've ever <laughs> seen nah, in my entire life. He was pretty good this year. It's easy to yeah. say that because he played for the Hornets, but yeah, I th- Kelly Uber had a solid season. He was he was good.
2: It's a, it's okay, yeah. but it's like the to point and be like, oh, he averaged twenty. Yeah, because like Lamelo wasn't because yeah. Lamelo wasn't there right before the season. Miles Bridges did what he did, so it's like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to our fourth best player and just let you get a shot. He, he
0: filled the role, and he did
1: his
2: thing. Yeah.
0: Like, he, he did what he had
1: to do. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to him, but 20 20, comes 20, to 27, Ke-
2: 27 is a bit high.
3: For, I, I, think. Yeah. I
2: think. Keegan Murray
0: is way too low. That's the issue. There's no world where Kelly Oubre is better than Keegan Murray. Really? No world. Keegan Murray's good. I have Keegan Murray much higher. Nice. I like that. I was
1: kind of scared to put him on my list in general, but I'm happy you said that. Um, I'm not, Keegan not Murray's solid. fighting or dying. I, I don't know. I feel like, damn, after all, after defending or after saying kelly uber is nice whatever you're saying he's way keegan murray's way better that's kind of crazy
0: i don't know if i'd say way better because we're talking about like a rookie still but it's so I hard to Keegan's,
1: compare
0: the two i have keegan like nine spots higher than you something like wow. that and i would have Ubrey around 29 30 if i was gonna have him on my list yeah like Ubrey versus trey murphy that's a good debate i don't think Ubrey versus keegan murray is much of a debate i think keegan murray is more valuable in just about every way
1: I'm not arguing that whatsoever. I do love Keegan Murray because I think I think during the first, like, three games of the NBA playoffs against the Warriors, this dude was butt, booty, cheeks, ass, bro. He shot, like, 23% from the field and averaged, like, three points. And then during the last four games, I would say, he put up, like, 16 on pretty nice efficiency, and he just went through that, yeah. like, rookie curve. So, shout out to him. He probably should be high <laughs> on those lists, but I just saw Kelly Ubram, like,
0: 20 points per game,
1: you deserve this respect, homie. (laughs) It's empty, (laughs) but you deserve it.
0: Interesting, we all had Trey Murphy in about the same spot. Actually, no, Donovan didn't have him on here yet. Donovan, is Trey Murphy on your list? Yeah, he's on my list. Okay, so you have him higher. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll we'll wait to talk about Trey Murphy until we see how high you got him. Yeah. Who else we all have on our list in the same area? Mo hasn't listed Kelton Johnson yet. Is he on your list? Yeah, he's on my list. He's just a little bit higher. Okay. It's a
1: little bit higher. You have Josh Hart
0: here. Interesting. I I kind of I didn't put him on this list. I forgot because we it was like a mix up between him on the shooting guard list or small forward. Yeah, but that's cool. It's a good spot for him for counting him. Facts. Bro- you have Brooks much lower. You guys both have Brooks lower than me. Lower. Brooks coming up, my next five.
3: Woo! That one.
0: I have him a little
3: good chunk. See, of I was
0: I put him at thirty
1: also because of like background stuff. I saw a tweet that came out today talking about how this man wants to let me just go ahead and wait until you go ahead and send off your list then i can go in
0: <laughs> yeah. okay i'll do my next five we'll go to my next five yeah next five i have keegan murray at 21 bruce brown at 22 harrison barnes at 23 dylan brooks at 24 and gordon Hayward at 25
2: i will tell you right now harrison barnes is much too high <laughs> he's, he's much too high that's that's a little bit that's a little bit too much respect for me so is Harrison oh Barnes God. not on your list? No, he's not. Oh, your list Kyle is trash. Anderson. Your list is but trash. You think, you think I, Kyle Anderson is better than Harrison Barnes? Yes. I would I would get a ra- grip. I, get a grip. I would rather have Kyle Anderson on my team than Harrison Barnes.
0: You just don't like Harrison Barnes. What? Well, yeah. that's ridiculous. That's Harrison the Barnes,
2: listen, if we if we are talking about Kyle Anderson <laughs> I love these rankings. We get the <laughs> craziest the craziest debates. But if we're dirty. talking about Kyle Anderson versus Harris, <laughs> I can't say how
1: Dirty, dude. You're dirty. You feel if a grime? If
2: talk, listen, if we're if we're talking about those two, we really are. T- <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Yeah. <laughs> we really are talking about. <laughs> he can't even talk. He can't say it on a straight face. This is crazy. This Shut is your crazy. mouth! This is crazy. But we're really talking about like mid here, and so like, and so like, if we're if we're doing a deep dive on this bit, right? Harrison Barnes. <laughs> Dive on the submit. <laughs> For real. Uh. I think I think that Kyle Anderson, and this really is just like a matter of perception and expectation, but Kyle Anderson is gonna do things where you're like, oh, like that's cool. Like that's that's kind of interesting. Harrison Barnes is Harrison Barnes is just gonna give you like 12, 13 points a game. He's just like okay on defense, like he's not he's nothing crazy, but somehow, some way the ball's going to find Harrison Barnes with two and a half minutes left and you're down four <laughs> oh and you need a three. And he's going to hit the side of the backboard. And you're going to be like, why are we paying this guy $25 million? Like, why why is, he, why is he here right now? And what does to- this Look. man
0: do to you? You're talking about hypothetical situations where he comes off the side of the backboard. Has he ever done yeah. that before? Okay, nah. not, not
2: the side, not the side of the backboard. But
0: he's but, never done that.
2: But he missed. I'm telling you, in the playoffs, in the playoffs against the Warriors, he had a wide open three to win to win the game. And I'm pick
0: him off your list because he missed the game winner. I'm
2: telling you, those are You're the so types shameful. of moments. Those are the types of moments that come with, Her- with the Harrison Barnes experience. And I just wouldn't want that on my team. I feel like I can find better people. I feel like I, like I can find people who can do other things to where, like I don't need, the skill set that Harrison Barnes provides, I can go find that in somebody else. Like I don't need to go to Harrison Barnes. But you can't find slow-mo. <laughs> you can't find those nine points a game. Yeah. He's wow. one of a kind. He's one of a kind. You're showing your true colors. Nobody in the history of the NBA has played. Stop that.
3: (laughs) Stop Stop
2: that. (laughs) Kyle Anderson is a one of a kind role player. And I think we should appreciate him as such. But for Harrison Barnes, it's like he could be on the floor for 30 minutes or he could play five minutes. I wouldn't know. He's just there for me. I I just don't notice Harrison Barnes until he's messing up.
0: What else you guys have to say about this five? I have, I have Keegan Murray at 21.
1: Yeah. So that's probably the biggest difference for me, not having Ke- Keegan Murray on my list. But outside of that, like our lists are insanely identical. I have Gordon Hayward at the same spot. I have um, Bruce Brown in the exact same spot. That's insane, insanely identical. Really, it's not. But I had those two in the same spot, and I like where you rank those guys. Um, who's... Dylan, okay. Dylan Brooks is at a interesting spot. I think that's pretty. That's fair. That's fair. I think I'd rather have Gordon Hayward on my team than Dylan Brooks because of outside things and Dylan Brooks is like mentality. He has Patrick Beverly's, I don't even say Patrick Beverly syndrome. He has some type of delusion in his head <laughs> to, to where he has some type of delusion in his head to where like he thinks water. he's like that water out. when he's far from like that. Syndrome you said is crazy. That <laughs>
0: He said, <laughs> is really a medical term for Patrick yeah. brain Terminal Patrick Beverly's brain <laughs> But he <laughs> said Brungy that was An elite defender Defense Yo. matters Not to put him up that high Offense sucks But There's Dude, players that are really good at offense But suck ass on defense He said that
1: he wanted to be the He didn't want to be the fourth or fifth option on a super talented <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies team Nobody wants, the the Nobody wants to be the fifth option Nobody wants to be the fifth option I don't blame him. Reality man I poke reality. bears.
2: <laughs> what? Bears. Other than that. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I poke <laughs> bears. We're playing yeah. basketball, Dylan. Please. Yeah. Get a grip. Yeah, That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Such a next five, Donovan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. At 25, I have DeAndre Hunter. 24, Trey Murphy. 23, Herb Jones. 22, Keegan Murray. And then 21, Bruce Brown. Um, you have Herb nice. Jones high as hell. I, I really do. I, I I do. I would probably drop him now that now that I'm looking at it, but I'ma stand on it. I think Herb Jones, <laughs> I think Herb Jones, like, although he can't shoot for nothing, Herb Jones can play some defense. And I, I value like I value his defense a lot. I feel like he he's been snubbed a couple times, like for all for all defensive Definitely. Team. Like I I think he's that caliber of a defender. And that's fair. And when you're when you're like that and even though he can't shoot, he's like if Dylan Brooks knew that he couldn't shoot, and he's like, okay, I'm not going to take like these crazy shots, and that is much more manageable to like plug and play on the team. And I think that that self awareness that's what puts him higher for me. That's what that's <laughs> what I like about Herb Jones.
0: Okay, that's very I like it. Stays within his role. I think Trey Murphy's definitely better than Herb Jones. I think even if, not, not just that's ceiling because we're talking about just now, but I think Trey Murphy's also like a underrated defender. He's mm-hmm. the same, similar length, similar build. And he just can do a lot more interesting things with the ball in his hands. He has a little more ability to attack the rim. He's a bit, obviously a better shooter. Everybody is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just think he's, he has value in offense and Herb Jones really doesn't. No, That's yeah, her. definitely. Let's I go. 100% agree with that. <laughs> we can do that. He <laughs> said flip him. We can do that.
1: Uh, well, yeah. I 110% agree with that. Trey, Trey Murphy's is the type of dude to where you can trust flip him. him. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: i just not flip them. <laughs> oh it's, it's okay. Bro. They're, and th- and that one's okay because like they're they teammates, so it's it's fine.
1: That is true. <laughs> Dude, I'm it's over fun. here scratching the fuck out of my eye. The other day when I recorded a podcast, my eyes were red, sneezing and all that. and Someone said I need to get off the Yayo. She was crazy, so <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that I haven't heard that terminology in a long time. But anyways, back to the subject at hand. Um Trey Murphy. <laughs> I agree with you in uh, in your sentiment on that when it comes to comparing the two Isaac. When I think of Trey Murphy, I think of this dude possibly being at times a secondary, but really a super comfortable treasury um ball handler. That's just in his game. Naturally, he's he can I can see him carving up a defense once in a while. It's not in his back just yet hundred percent hundred and ten percent because yeah. he's still in the developmental phase and also the Pelicans just have a backlog of talent. But um yeah, I think I think, I think think that list is – your list is pretty good, and I think Donovan's list is – yeah, it's all right. It's not bad. You flipped it, though. I saw it.
2: <laughs> solid. Time out. You have DeAndre Hunter at 21.
1: So at 20 – okay, so at 25, I have Gordon Hayward. 24 – Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have Bozon at 24. That's a flaw. <laughs> 23, Norm Powell. He's listed as a small forward. I don't really like that.
0: Norm Powell's a shooting guard. You always do this. We did was, Norm Powell last week.
1: Was Was he not on the list?
0: No, Norm Powell's a shooting guard. He was on the list oh, last shit. week.
1: I thought he was on the on the ESPN list. That's a mishap on my. It's hand. fine. Norm Powell's a Anyways, shooting guard. But keep going. <laughs> no one cares. Twenty two, Bruce Brown. Twenty one, DeAndre Hunter. Wow. I think I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. You do.
0: <laughs> I think. You know what I think. I think you ranked the idea of DeAndre Hunter. And I think I ranked the reality of DeAndre Hunter. The reality is not that
1: bad. I, I think you're more... for. Oh, shit. 21 is kind of high. <laughs> 21 yeah. I think
0: that the idea of the perfect version of DeAndre Hunter, who's actually 3 and D and has some secondary creation chops. Like I thought he'd be coming out of college. That would be 21. <laughs> but that's not... <laughs> uh, the people that are the audio aren't, aren't gonna know why i just laugh <laughs> they shouldn't know they shouldn't know i like Boyan's placement i have Boyan a little higher yeah i haven't said his name yet nice uh bruce brown's in a good spot yeah norm powell was just a shooting guard like you just you're obsessed with out of position players
2: <laughs> wait can you Dude. can you explain the the Boyan at 24 because i'm i'm with isaac he's a little bit higher on i'm on my list i'm kind of Like, intrigued to know why you put him, like, this low.
1: Well, I... When it comes to Boyan, I don't have any necessary gripes or argument against putting him that low. It's just, like, if I'm a championship team, I'm not a hundred... This is, like, this is the gray area for me. Like, at the next list, I'm, like, the next tier, I'm, like, okay, I'm 110% set. Like, I would rather have these players over X, Y, and Z. But this placement for Boyan is, like... It's very, I'm very flexible with it. So I don't have any necessary real argument against that, just like how I have an argument about DeAndre Hunter or anything like that. But at times, I think I would rather have Boyan over Norm Powell, Bruce Brown, and DeAndre Hunter be, just because of his scoring ability. But, you know, with that said, he's a zero on defense. Um, and I don't know if he's a zero he, but for, but. he is
0: rather one dimensional. You're right. He's not giving you anything as a playmaker. He's probably average at best as a defender. So. I understand the logic of putting him down. I just think that his offense and his level of outside shooting is so helpful for a team that he is more impactful as a 21-point-per-game scorer than like some other 21-point-per-game scorers are.
1: Wow. Why do not you have that same exact energy for Buddy Heald?
0: Because Buddy Heald is actually atrocious, at, de- atrocious <laughs> at defense. And Leon's fine. He's big, can do some things. Buddy Heald is a fucking tire. Just getting r- not fucking spun around.
1: Wow. Now that... <laughs> That's a visual uh, that's a visual. Yeah, that, that, that is that is a visual. That is a visual. But yeah, there's my list. Um, now that I think about, it I think I would put Bozon on uh twenty twenty one, and probably swap him and DeAndre Hunter. But other than that, I think I'm pretty solid on my list. And obviously, like ignore Norm Powell, whatever, cool. He's just there. I'll I'll put <laughs> I'll put someone else there instead. Um, so there's my list. Any other gripes? Gordon Hayward, good. We haven't said his word name at all. Yeah, I mean, nothing to
0: say about he's him. He's fine. Gordon Hayward. He's a solid player. He's always hurt. Hard to rank him because he is always hurt. But when he plays, he's still good.
1: I'm happy you said his name because that is someone's favorite player out there.
0: Not mine. <laughs> Not mine. Right. My next five. At 20, I have Scotty Barnes. At 19, I have Cam Johnson. 18, Bojan Bogdanovic. 17, Kyle Kuzma. In sixteen, Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Any thoughts? Wow,
1: I literally Uh, forgot about Cam Johnson. I love that place. I love that place. Okay, so take
0: off Norm Powell and put Cam (laughs) Johnson. Where do you want to put Cam Johnson on your list?
1: (laughs) Yeah, put Cam. Put Cam Johnson there. But can you can you actually send your list in?
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. Look look at the screen share.
1: Oh shit! Okay, gotcha.
2: Yeah. And I and I see. I while I was doing a lot of rearranging, I also took Cam Johnson off my list. While <laughs> while I was doing the, this rearranging, but I had him. I I originally had him around like I think I had him at like twenty three, and I was like mixing stuff around. Um, mm-hmm. And then he, he just got lost lost in the shuffle. But I like I like the pick though. I I think my next tier is fairly similar, but I like it though.
0: I don't know. Yeah, this is this is one of the hardest tiers for me to rank. These guys are all and in the, in the next couple of names after that. Super close together. I don't
1: like how Scotty is lower than Cam and Boyan. And when it comes to Michael Porter Jr., I'm like, eh, I'm not really fighting. I'm not really going tooth and nail on that. But I don't know. I just don't. I think Scotty should be a little bit higher, for sure.
0: Scotty should be higher if we're talking about in like theory. where we thought he'd be after the first year or where we think he'll be next year, but... He just didn't have a strong year. He wasn't effective as a finisher. He wasn't a shooter. His defense was actually like bad. Like Every Rockets fan was like weirdly annoyed by how bad his defense was. He was kind of lost at times Raptors, compared to his yeah. rookie year. Mm-hmm. He had an off year as a defender. He'll bounce back. But if I'm just basing off last year, he wasn't particularly good at much besides being a good playmaker for his position. And just being the normal versatile self he is. But I think Cam Johnson's perimeter shooting, it's similar to the thing with Boyan that he really enhances an offense. And I think he's underrated as a defender. He's pretty solid. Is good at using his size, despite not being super athletic. So I, I think he's like Michael Porter Jr. without the often movement shooting and like quite as much versatility there as an offensive player. But he's a solid defender.
1: With that being said, I'd rather have Boyan. I mean, Cam over Boyan. But other than those two things or three things or whatever, I think it was a solid.
0: Yeah, MP. I might, I might yeah. rather have Cam over Boyan too. the no more I think, about I'm kind of, sur-
1: yeah, I'm kind of surprised that you uh, put kuzma above or under um michael porter jr
0: that was a debate for me i think it came it came down to the fact that michael porter jr made some strides as a defender last year we saw him be decent he still has absolute fucking tunnel vision and couldn't pass but he couldn't get an assist to save his life but i think his defensive issues were kind of lessened he's not as much of a liability anymore so i think when you're that lethal of a shooter and provide that much spacing to an offense while being a decent defender could rebound a little bit with your size. I think it's more valuable than Kuzma, who's good at everything, well, well-rounded, but not particularly great at anything. Doesn't have a high-level impact skill set.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not I'm, mad at I'm that. I'm cool. I'm cool. All right. So here's here's my next five. I, I'll go into that. So I have Josh Hart at 20, Boyan at 19, Scotty Barnes at 18, uh, Jada McDaniels at 17, and then J-Will, uh, J-Dub at 16, Um, yeah, I think, I think that with Josh is kind of the same thing that, you know, that we talked about last, last week. I think he's just like the ultimate role player and he just does everything well. I agree with everything that Isaac said. I think that if, especially if Boyan was playing with a legitimate point guard, he, I think, I think we would feel a little bit different about him and his, his 20 points. They don't feel as, um, like inflated as Kelly Oubre's. But he was also, yeah. but he was also on a piston team. But he, but yeah, because like just they're not like empty, but like he's I on a piston team it, yeah. with absolutely nothing around him, and so it's like okay, he's going to be the one to to get him. But if you go back to all his stuff, you know, his time in Utah, that's where I think you saw like really what Boyan can can do. And if you get him in a competent situation, he'll be solid. And then yeah, Boyan's nice. Yeah, and then Scotty, Sc- Scott, Scotty, Scotty, um we're still trying to like figure out, I think everything that Isaac described about Scotty and the way people talk about him, he has that, he has the Deandre Hunter syndrome where like, I think for a while people are (laughs) going to see, people are going to see like the rookie of the year and they're going to see the fact that he's six, nine, right. All these traits. And they're going to expect, especially if like, if he doesn't make the leap this year, they're going to expect some stuff from Scotty and look at him in a certain way where he's, He's cool. He's fine. He could he could do a couple of things, but he's never like unless obviously he makes the loop this year. But like right now, he's not at, you know, that top ten ceiling. For sure not. You know, that top ten ceiling that we thought he was going to be. Um Jaden McDaniels, fantastic defender, so so versatile, can guard, can guard everybody. And I just think that like him in him in Minnesota being able to be like, just, you know, run run around, do everything, guard everybody. That really helps them. And I I just I just like his versatility. I value that a lot. And then J Dub, it's it's weird. I think he was higher on my list for the shooting guards, but that's because there was like nobody in the shooting guards list. But I think that <laughs> right here is really like around the tier that he should be in. Like middle. Yeah. And we know? should
0: say there's some names like J Dub who appear on both lists because for this list, we tried to make sure we didn't have any more position discrepancies and we're going by ESPN. So some guys who be counted as shooting guards last week that should have been small forwards. Yeah. We just did them again to make sure these last three lists are as perfect as possible. Yeah. I.E. Bruce Brown. Yep, exactly. Bruce Brown uh, and R.J. Barrett. I think you guys counted them as shooting guards last week because you're yeah. faded. faded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually have Jaden McDaniels like a few spots higher. I think Jaden McDaniels is very underrated. People don't realize how good he is, but like he made a legitimate offensive leap last year. He think he averaged like 12, but like was a very effective shooter, can do things attacking the rim. They just had a lot of other scores ahead of him, so it didn't show it. But is that on top of being legitimately one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA? Yeah. Like probably top five. I, yeah. I have him higher, and I have J-Dub higher, but I, I, the placements aren't too bad. I'm guessing you have Kuzma and Porter Jr. over them, which were debates I had. I ended yeah. up trending towards the younger guys who I think are— I had the bias to want to say Porter and Kuzma are better because they're more proven, done it for a while. But I was like, J-Dub's just better. Like, the defense is such a big difference there. I-, I ended up going with him.
1: The defense and the playmaking. I'm not I'm not mad at it whatsoever. All right. So, for my list, I have at 20, I have Harrison Barnes. At 19, I got Kelvin Johnson. 18, MPJ. 17, Kuz. And at 16, Jaden McDaniels. This is where he makes. Uh, Kelden
0: Johnson is so high. Harrison Barnes he is, is so high. So high.
1: No, okay, look at this dude right here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Keldon Johnson. My Harrison Barnes is high too. Twenty one okay. You at twenty one through nineteen, you have the most mid trio I've ever seen. Hunter Listen. Barnes, Keldon, mid.
1: <laughs> Listen, Keldon I feel like when it comes to my Keldon Johnson placement. I wanted to go ahead and show him his respect, my respects, for his performance over the past season. Now, yes, you could say, like, his numbers are kind of empty stats or whatever, but he did show improvement and aggression and all that as a scorer. And I think he did get better overall. I think he He did overall as a player. He
0: averaged more points, but he was so inefficient. Like, go ahead. I mean, my bad.
1: Regards, regards to the facts, I wanted to show him my respects for that, and I think that he's the type of player to where you shouldn't just shun him away completely when it comes to the San Antonio Spurs and their entire rebuild. I also don't, also, I didn't, I don't know why, but saying that he's a power forward or a small forward in my mind just doesn't sound right. But I had to throw him on there, um, and then as for what what were the other gripes? Harrison Barnes, one of the know, real so values.
0: Let's talk about Kelvin Johnson. <laughs> Real Last quick, year, this man was probably the worst twenty-two point per game scorer in the NBA. He averaged two point nine assists and two turnovers. That is a one point five to one assist to turnover ratio. That don't, is worry that. Don't,
2: don't worry about that. Don't worry do about that. Get him buckets. He had like Get in buckets.
0: Thirty-two percent from three, like a fifty-two percent true shooting percentage. He was not efficient at all. Granted, it wasn't entirely his fault because he was asked to be like the pseudo number one option. He's not built for that shit at all. So. I guess he's on my list still because I think if you give him a team that makes sense and isn't asking him to do too much, he'll be better. But just off last year, that man was ass.
1: Where was he on your list?
0: Uh, I had him at 27. Down below.
1: Damn. Oh yeah, you're right.
0: Ooh, 27. Tough. Yeah. Just off last year, I don't think he should be top 30, but I'm giving him benefit of the doubt that when he's put in a role that suits him better, he'll be pretty good.
1: Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's me giving him a little bit too much of the benefit of the doubt because he's in a much better situation to where I think he's not going to be looked at as the first or second best player. He shouldn't be looked at that at all on the San Antonio Spurs team because of obviously Victor and other progressions and other progress and the progression of other players on that team as well. So yeah, there's my list. And as for Harrison Barnes, something that's like an underrated value about him is that when it comes to being the type of player to help, to help your team mature a little bit more and set the yes, bar of how things that. should be I done. That's that. what he's good at, and that's exactly how you should view him. He's not the guy. He's not like that. a hyper. He's not out like a super unique player whatsoever. You can find fifty million Harrison Barnes throughout like basketball. You know, he's he's a, he's a He's a replicable player, but he's just like a vet. He's consistent throughout the regular season. May not may not be as consistent as you would want him to be, but in terms of just being a great vet coming in when it, it needs to be done, and also helping set, setting the bar and standard while performing in the regular season, he deserves a spot.
2: I agree. I agree with that. The only reason why I would still have him lower, and I guess you know, not even on, on my list, but I think that <laughs> that that skill set is very very particular to Sacramento and like there's there's like a handful of teams where you can put them on and it's like okay he's going to be the vet that's going to teach everybody how to how to do things and you know i'm going to tell the stories of like okay like this is how this is how you work this is how you move if we're talking about we need to win a game tomorrow or we're trying to find a missing piece you, you know i if I had to win a game tomorrow, I would rather have Kyle Anderson on my team than Harrison. Oh my Barnes. god! I'm Dude, being a, I'm being a hundred percent serious. But if we're talking, if we're talking about like, what are we going to make? You know, a move to bring somebody in here to put us over the hump. I don't see Harrison Barnes at the level to to be where he's like just outside the upper third. I just, I that's that's the only reason why I just don't see him at, at like twenty. But it's like. Listen, if y'all, if y'all, I know what it is. Listen, if y'all like it, I actually no, I can't, I can't even say I love it. It's just like it is what it is. We just, we just don't. Harrison, agree on Barnes,
1: Harrison Barnes, he must have sold you on a lot of parlays, dude. That's the only way. Like <laughs> I can see you doing it. And Chris Anderson must have saved your pockets because that's the only way that makes sense.
2: <laughs> I never bet on Harrison Barnes. <laughs> I remember a couple a parlays smart, been on Harrison Barnes before. I Did I? You I <laughs> see the way he said, "Did man, I not. though?" My <laughs> yeah, right next five. a lot of parlays.
0: At, fi- <laughs> At 15, I have J Dub, 14, Jaden McDaniels, 13, Jeremy Grant, 12, Franz Wagner, and 11, OG Ananobi. This was hard. This was a very difficult tier for me to rank. That's dope. Oh, uh, was- Franz
1: Wagner, man. OG is, he's not better than OG. Oh, Franz Wagner is better than OG. There's no discussion for that, like whatsoever. Other oh. than defense, nice and all that, but well,
0: other than half the game that OG's great at? Yeah. Yeah, but what
1: the other things that Franz Wagner does supersedes everything else. And it's not like he's a slouch on defense, also, too. Like there's a gap yeah. for sure, but it's not like yo, he's try young on D like he's not that.
0: No, I think OG's OG's solid. OG's like scoring wise, Franz is a deeper back and do a little more uh creating off the dribble, but you do a I lot think more OG. OG's, like, one of the best 3 and D guys in the league right now, especially since Mikhail Bridges kind of graduated from that conversation. I think OG, he would, OG would look a lot better if he wasn't on a team with six guys starting that are all his size and his position. I think you put OG on another team that can really use his skill set more singularly than the Raptors can. I think he would surprise us. And I and I th-
1: also just think he's that level of defender. He's really, really good. Surprise us in what way or form? Let me ask
0: that he'd question. He'd be better. if he, He'd be better if his team wasn't starting four power forwards. Mm-hmm. I think I think he'd be better. Like put him on the Grizzlies; he's gonna impress.
2: Toronto really thought that they were doing something. They're like, we're gonna we're gonna change basketball, and it's just like, yeah, you actually yeah, have the now. worst offense in the league now. <laughs> like you guys are actually unwatchable. And they Congrats. stand ten toes
1: to it. It's ridiculous, man. I've never seen somebody be so proud to be so wrong, bro. You know God. what's
0: crazy? It's gonna be worse now. They replaced Fred with Dennis Schroeder. It's all gonna look worse. Ah, oh,
1: yeah, man.
0: <laughs> but yeah, man. I have. I had Jaden McDaniels and J-Dub higher than Kuzma and Porter, which is, I think, something you guys flipped. And, yeah, I just think J-Dub is already a good defender. One of the best at his position at defensive playmaking. Like, his hands are insane. He's I'm sure he still has a ways to go in terms of, like, you know, adding strength, making the right rotations, doing all this stuff. You need to be a truly elite defender, like an OG or whatever. But his instincts are already incredible. Like, if you watch his like just... Watch his defensive highlights and you'll be like, This guy's gonna be one of the best defenders in the NBA in a couple of years. It's crazy. Like you see the signs there already. And then Jamie Daniels, I think, is somebody who isn't quite as offensively talented as J Dub, but has already made that leap to being one of those top tier defenders that J Dub could be. So I think they're very similar in that way, and that going forward they're cont- continue to be neck and neck as they develop together. Yeah. Jeremy Grant, I struggle to rank him compared to those two. I'd rather have those two going forward. But I think It's hard to rank Jeremy Grant because we see him now as a guy who's forced himself to be out of a role that he isn't built for because like Dylan Brooks, he wants to be the guy. And that kind of like changes the way we view him. But before that transformation, he was a great defender, really good shooter, has that crazy length and versatility. And I think he still has those things. We just don't think about it as much because he's kind of put himself in a different conversation. But I think he brings similar things to J.D. McDaniels while having a little bit higher of an offensive ceiling at this point. He put himself in a conversation of not being relevant in
1: whatsoever. Like, the last <laughs> time he played a meaningful game was back when he was on the Denver Nuggets, bro. That was years ago. That yeah. was the last time he made the playoffs. That's ridiculous. Bro, he was getting buckets
0: around. on the Pistons. Now he's in, getting lottery teams with the Blazers. Like, he's in hell. Listen,
2: he's about he just the bag. wanted to upgrade his quality of life. He wanted to get buckets and get a bag, <laughs> and he got both. So, like, yeah. shout out. Listen, shout out to Jeremy Grant. Nice. He's doing something right. 13th
0: best small forward in the league. 42nd best player in the league. Gross, bro. All right, Donovan. Send, send us your next five.
2: All right, let's get into it. All right, so at fifteen, I got Kuz. Fourteen, I got MPJ. Thirteen, I got Franz. Twelve, I have OG, and then eleven, I have Jeremy Grant. Um, Ooh,
0: Grant over OG and Franz. That's interesting.
2: I re- listen. This this also was really really hard for me because I like Franz. I like Franz a lot. Um, I just think that the defense. I think that the defense with the OG puts him over. Uh, puts him over that and then for uh for jeremy grant i think the fact that we've been able to see him kind of on two separate teams really elevate his game expand his offensive game i i value that a lot from him i think that that's very like cool to see from him and so like while his defensive game is probably still like a little bit overrated like i don't think he's not the same defender that he was back in in denver um but he's still, like, obviously not a net negative. And uh, so, yeah. but like, his his offensive game and the way that that has expanded really means a lot to me. So that's why I put him at 11. You can ask me this 20 games into next season, and I'll probably put Franz above both of them. Like, I think Franz, Franz just does so much offensively and I feel for sure I feel the most comfortable with Franz running my offense or running my team than I do with these other two and so so yeah by the time December rolls around Franz is probably going to be 11 maybe even pushing top 10
0: oh for sure he's gonna he's gonna make a big leap in year three and he's gonna be I think he's gonna be a star one day like not like superstar but like low-level star like he'll be like better at his position than like Sabonis is at his type shit
3: yeah
1: he'll be like He'll be right on tier in terms of the same level of player as, like, probably Chris Middleton, maybe like a step above him. Hmm. That's how yeah, I feel. I was thinking, I was thinking you Brandon
0: know? Ingram, same type of tier. Makes sense.
1: Yeah. Relatively not, 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 that much big of a difference, but your list is cool. I still think I, I have friends. I, I have friends higher. Um, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. And I just think, in general, when you have playmaking. You're great at dribbling, you're a great driver, you're a great shooter, you're not ass at defense, you're actually like a solid defender. I think those types of players, I have I feel more comfortable with those types of players running my offense and being a part of my team long term. And that's like my biggest gripe against with him against like old oh, Deander And I'm not really gonna throw him in that same conversation with Grant because can't I can't really compare the two. One's like twenty nine yeah. or whatever years old, Another one's coming going into his third year or whatever. But um, just in general, like when it comes to this type of archetype of player that I tend to lean towards, that makes that's why I have I go for Franz way more than OG and
0: yeah, makes and sense. MPJ and so, uh, boys. Send your next five. Let's, let's take a look at your next five. Yeah. So let's see exactly how high you have Franz.
1: <laughs> that's crazy because he's not even in a part of my next five.
2: Is Franz? Oh, top ten? oh, he has Dembele yeah. Basal in here. Scotty yes. at a.
1: Now look, bro. You are look.
2: Devin Vassell is
1: a
0: shooting guard. No, he's not. He's a he's a small forward. We did this last uh, week. Devin Vassell is a shooting guard. You do <laughs>
1: he was he was he a part of your shooting guards list last week? Yeah.
0: Yes, he was so, also a part of yours. Was he? <laughs> wow.
1: I'm having a Kendrick Perkins Kendrick Perkins Every moment right now. <laughs> that is so crazy. We, go,
2: go ahead and read your list off.
1: That is so crazy. Well, if we're anyways, whatever.
2: Said <laughs> so if you are between a couple... the heights of 6'3 and 6'9, <laughs> you are a shooting guard slash small forward. You are liable to be on any list. Just know that right now.
1: <laughs> my propaganda is being pushed and my list shows for it. Um anyways, J Dub, I 110% agree with you guys. Uh like he is exactly what a lot of teams tend to look for, should look for. He's an absolute hit. OKC wouldn't be, they'd be good still, but I don't think they would be as dynamic without someone like J-Dub. If you feel like he fills a lot of gaps and a lot of holes across um, across OKC's team. And then, obviously, Devin Vassell, whatever, cool. We understand what type of level player he is. <laughs> position, regardless of position, like, it's whatever. Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> <It's> whatever <laughs> is yeah is Andrew Wiggins a part of you guys list? Yeah, at all?
2: Yes, yeah, but he's higher okay. than thirteen.
1: Okay, cool. Well, I put him at thirteen just based off of like what the type of season that I saw him have. I'm not really like staying ten down. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. But if I'm thinking about Andrew stuff. Wiggins, yes, of course. But I'm, but if I'm thinking of the type of player that Andrew Wiggins is at peak efficiency of basketball, you can definitely sway me that like yo, he should be in the top ten list. And that's perfectly fair. Ogen and obi, I don't really need to say too much. I think I I think you had him in the same range as um Donovan. I mean as as yeah I think I had him on the same range as you guys. Um and then Scotty Barnes maybe it's me projecting. <laughs> it is projecting I'll tell you that <laughs> maybe it's me projecting Maybe it's me seeing the situation that he's in and telling myself this is not really optimal for him. But if he was in an optimal situation, similar (laughs) to how you feel about OG Ananobi, whatever, he'll be a lot better. Now, there are a lot of misconceptions about his game. No, I didn't.
0: (laughs) There's no world where Scotty was better than OG last year. That's crazy.
1: He was not a better player than O.G. last year. That is fair to so say. Fun, I'm not dying. like I
2: was. <laughs> I, was, I yeah. in the TS. That's fair to say. That's <laughs> fair to say.
1: <laughs> That's fair to say. That's fair to say. But this is more so me obviously projecting. So, there's my list. Aside okay. of Vassell and Scotty or whatever, is there any, like, red flags? Or
2: I think Wiggins so, at 13. No, there's no red flags. I think Wiggins at, at 13. <laughs> Yellow Yellow flag Like orange
3: Yeah I, I think he yeah, should I, mean, I, I think he should be The fact ten.
2: that Yeah the fact that Scotty's two spots
0: About Wiggins Is a Fucking rainbow flag It's crazy
3: Whoa Okay <laughs> <laughs> Cut that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I no, Yeah It's so, all the colors One night I mean. back One night <laughs> back Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoa <laughs> We'll give you a second
2: chance Yeah <laughs> It's a bright red flag maybe. <laughs> There you go <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what I'm Let's go ahead and do my next five.
2: All
0: right. At ten, I have Andrew Wiggins. At nine, I have Chris Middleton. This is where the stars start. At well, eight, I have Brandon Ingram. Seven, I have McCall Bridges. And six DeMar DeRozan.
3: Okay. How are we feeling? Okay. Hmm. I Bridges have, versus
2: Ingram is a hard one. I have ah. the same Man. I have the same five, just in different order. Okay, so,
0: well, let's, go, let's go into your next five before we even talk about them. Let's yeah. do all of our fives next, and then we'll talk about them all at once.
1: Ah, man, this is tough.
0: Yeah, did you fuck up? <laughs> no,
1: this is not tough. I mean, like when it comes oh, okay, to okay, debating okay. certain yeah. players. No, yeah, yeah, Uh yeah, yes, yes.
2: Yeah, so
0: here's
2: here's my five. So I have yeah. So I have Middleton at ten, Wiggins at nine. DeRozan at eight, BI at seven, and then Bridges at six. Woo. I think Bridges is, is like that. I'm completely I have so I, much to say about this five. I am I'm I am completely bought in to everything Mikhail Bridges was showing in I I think twenty seven games in Brooklyn. Yeah. I was I'm completely bought in.
0: Okay. Let's do let's do Mo's next five and then we'll talk about them all. Good grief. All right. France I don't know. 10,
1: okay. 10 Damar 9, McHale Bridges 8, Chris Middleton 7, and Brandon Ingram 6. We Did, are all
0: over the place. All three of us are so different.
1: Yeah. The okay. biggest difference is the McHale Bridges thing for me between you guys from what I see off of it. But let's talk I mean, about yeah, it. Yeah, okay.
2: You you have them, you have them the, the lowest, but you also have Chris Middleton the highest though. I, had yeah. to, I I won't. I won't lie. I had to back up off of off. Like I had to back off the Chris Middleton hype train. Just the amount of injuries that he's had over the last two years yeah. and his inability to really like Very get fair. back to where he was in twenty twenty one. That's why I had to drop him to ten. Um, I can I can see him at at nine, but it's just the like he's so he's so important to what Milwaukee does, and he just wasn't able to get back to, to just, like, do the things that they needed him to do. His scoring his all, scoring is, like, inconsistent. His defense isn't all the way there again. So yeah, he like, was
0: not good last year. He was very shell yeah. of himself.
2: Yeah, I so, give him a little bit of the
0: doubt just because the people behind him, OG and Wiggins, aren't, like, incredible. If there was somebody a little bit stronger there, I would have had them leapfrog Middleton, put him back to 10, maybe even 11 as well. It was more so there was just nobody there that earned to be above him. But I agree. He's definitely, like... If it's another year, looking like last year, we're going to have to start asking some serious questions about this team's ceiling and his career going forward because mm-hmm. he was not looking at like the star he should be. I'm more interested in is DeMar DeRozan. You guys dropped him a good amount. I feel like he's still DeMar DeRozan. The team around him just sucks. They have Nikola Vucevic, Levine, no Lonzo. The team's ass, but he's still DeMar. Even though he's still DeMar, I would very much
1: rather have B.I. on my team. And uh, I'd rather have Macau. I'd rather have...
2: Probably is that how, you say his name? how do you say his name? How do you say? It? Is it McCall? M- I have no clue. It's not McHale? Michael. It's McCall. McHale. Oh, it's, it's McH- definitely not Michael. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that. I thought you were gonna say that, so I was like, okay. <laughs> Michael
1: Bridges. <laughs> I think it's,
0: it's McCall, but I'm not really sure. I Bridges. say it's different every time. Bridges. I think I would definitely one. rather have Demar than Ingram. I think Ingram is a little bit overrated. Whoa!
1: Wow.
0: Ingram is like he looks the part more than he is the part where he looks like he's like a true bread score I'm mean, like a true bread star but like he has a good amount of flaws himself I don't what does he do better more valuable than DeMar DeRozan
1: uh, he, play make and shoot threes <laughs> they're I, both I man, don't, he I don't think, he's I think he's a
0: better playmaker than DeMar DeRozan
1: I think he's a better playmaker than DeMar DeRozan DeMar's absolutely.
0: a pretty good playmaker For yeah, yeah he's, he's good a, he's but a better like, score Ingram's not out here slinging dimes. I mean, Ingram's a solid
3: player.
1: They're a, neither like, of them are slinging dimes, necessarily. This is a mid-off the, that we're I, talking I, about I, right that is, now. He's not a pro for Ingram.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Ingram's not the defender. He should be with his physical tools either. I just feel like he's a similar mold, but just like doesn't have the same ceiling as a scorer. Like, I just feel like DeMar DeRozan sl- slightly edges him out in most important ways. But the yeah. three-point shooting is a thing, so I get that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think
2: I think, I think with, with DeMar, the thing for me is he had that really great season not last year but the year before and yeah. and it looked like oh wow like he's like that, that was the best season at least offensively that was the best season of his career and so now he's back oh, sure. to, now he's back to just like regular DeMar DeRozan and <laughs> on a team with like you said with Vooch with Lonzo out with Zach Levine in and out the lineup I expected a little bit more offense from him in terms of just like getting buckets, and his average dropped like four points a game. And it's like, I, I wanted a little bit more. The playmaking was there. We've seen a couple steps from him, trying to take more threes, trying to be you know more willing to do that. So I appreciate that from him. But I think for for Bi, um, I don't I don't I don't know. I I like I like Bi's game. I I think the fact that he does take more threes that really is a a big factor whenever I'm talking about which one would I want because they are so similar and they are just like right there in the same tier
0: yeah it's not
1: crazy the only thing
2: that
0: changed with Demar is he took less shots his efficiency is exactly the same it's like a thing with Beal where it's like whoa he must be a way worse scorer now he's washed because he's averaging three less points but it's because he chose to take less shots probably to get Zach Levine more into things because he had an off year the year before last and now this year he came back. He took an, he took a little more shots per game, probably trying to get Vuce back into it because they saw that Demar taking thirty shots a game, whatever it was, not literally, wasn't going to be a route to success for them. So I don't hold it against them that they chose to go a different direction as a team. I think he's still just as good.
2: You gotta get them, ah. shots on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta you, listen. You gotta you gotta look around and be like, hey, I'm playing with Ayu Dasuma and Andre Drummond. Like, yeah, I'm taking these shots. You know what I'm saying? You, like.
1: <laughs> both you guys have um <laughs> Both of you guys have bridges above BI and I wanna, yeah. you know what I'm saying, know like what is up with that. Defense. Defense, hey, defense is a big
0: I reason. Think, yeah, I I'm with Donovan on that. I truly believe that twenty seven game sample size we saw is gonna be probably not exactly what he's going forward, because he was averaging twenty eight points per game with still being a really good defender. He's probably not gonna do that for a whole year, but like twenty four points per game being not not a playmaker though, but also a really good defender. I think that's totally possible, which puts him about the same level of score, a little bit better than Ingram, while being a miles better defender. T- to me, I, if you believe that version of of Bridges is going to be who he is going forward, I think it's a no brainer.
2: And I and I I hundred percent do. I think I think that, and also with with Mikael Once we like when we talk about this list. He is the most durable player on this list, True bar ever, yeah. none. He plays every NBA game. Yeah. He played eighty-three games last year because of the trade. Like he's playing, <laughs> he's playing overtime. Mikael Bridges is going to be there every single night, and Bi Bi is going to miss games. Demar is going to miss games. When you look at the at the lineup for the night, Mikael Bridges is going to be there, and the fact that he can be, uh, you know, that two way, that two way, uh, three, and just like. The, the leaps that he took, and we were already seeing it before the trade to Brooklyn, but the way that he that he like started navigating pick and rolls, just feeling much more comfortable with the ball in his hands, and then for him to instantly be like, "Oh wait, it's it's just me. I got it. Like I can score twenty. I can <laughs> score twenty seven a night. That's yeah. that's crazy to me." And listen, he didn't have the the best playoff series. The the Nets, the Nets. Listen, as a whole, like we we knew what what they were gonna be, but I think that I think that Brooklyn. One, I don't think that they're going to be super competitive. So I think at least numbers wise, Mikhail's probably going to be around twenty-five. Like I, I, I think I think twenty-four, twenty-five is a very reasonable expectation from him. And do, like, do, do I think? Do I think that he is going to be, you know, DPOY caliber defense? No, because that would make him prime Kawhi Leonard. But like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally, but he, but he definitely, I would, I, because of the the leap that he took. Yeah, I want him over over DeMar DeRozan. I want him over Brandon Ingram. Like he can just do so much more now. And I and I trust him.
1: Yeah, that's, that's fair. Up. I just need to see it for a full season sample size, like it's not like I have him like outside of my top 10 or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, he's there. There's a very clear pathway to him being one of the best at his position point blank period. But I just wanted to see it throughout a full sample size. And I don't want to, I didn't, I don't want to say I didn't feel comfortable Mm -hmm. with it because I'm not going, I'm not going to war for Brandon Ingram ever. But I will say, like, (laughs) when it comes to just showing the level of consistency of scoring, the playmaking and just being a consistent force on offense, ever since he got the, got handed those keys, I need to, I need to see a little bit more. From from I, Bridges and I just like I do
2: like... I do not I will tell you this this was my hardest decision in terms of where to put Mikael because I wanted to put him top five I I legit wow. <laughs> I legitimately so I wanted to I wanted to do it so hard relax <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to, I wanted to give him that respect because I genuinely believe that you're everything you're
0: telling me you're telling you debated putting him above Paul George
2: no <laughs> okay. No. That's not not what I debated.
1: Oh. Someone else. Did you debate him
2: over Jimmy Butler? No.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Uh, Let's just wait for it. Drop drop the list. Drop mine first. My next
2: five. Drop mine first. At five,
0: I have Paul George. At four, I have uh, uh, Jimmy Butler. Three, Kawhi Leonard. Two, Jason Tatum. One, LeBron James.
1: You just read off my list too, you bastard. Anyways. Oh, you're the same one? Oh, wow. That's crazy. Bar for bar.
2: (laughs) That is crazy. Okay, let's see yours, Donovan. At five, I have Kawhi Leonard. At four, (laughs) I have Paul George. Three, I have Jimmy Butler. Two I have LeBron and one I have Jason Tatum. I think that for Kawhi and Paul George, they the fact that they cannot play. Bothers me, right? Like I if <laughs> am I the only one who's frustrated that yes. <laughs> that these guys can't play, that they're gonna miss half the season every single year. And for, for Kawhi, the reason why I put Kawhi <laughs> over 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 Mikhail is just the fact that like when he's out there, he is fantastic. But his knees are going to fall off the bone every single year. And it doesn't <laughs> matter, it doesn't matter if you rest him for all he could not play from October to April and in game one of the of the first round his knee's gonna blow out it's he's just he's not gonna be there and so I just his his durability is so bad and the load management is so frustrating and it's just it hinders him and Paul George hinders so much of what the Clippers can do and hinders so much of how much chemistry that they can build I can't have them top three when they're just not reliable, they just aren't on the floor, and so I'll put Paul George there because he's slightly more available than than Kawhi. But they they frustrate they frustrate me so much, and so I'm not giving them the top three at all. I think
0: that's the, you're outlining the exact difference here. You're picking off frustration, and I don't get as worked up about that because I don't care. I, it's, <laughs> you don't care. I don't <laughs> you care. Don't. Wow. But like I say that because I, it's just a different discussion. I'm not trying to rank like. Who ha- I, I going off of that is going too hard off of results, which sounds crazy because you, you, you play the game for results, but I think process matters more. There's no the process like, with them, though. They don't, they don't play enough for, the, they don't play enough for a talking process about what to were be in rankings. Like, it's easy to be like, oh, he was hurt, so he's worse. But, like, injuries are such a part of the game and so much randomness a lot of the times. Like, Kawhi, the gender of knee issue, so he's always hurt, so I get it. But a lot of times, like, a lot of stars get hurt. Sometimes a few years in a row, you get unlucky, it happens. I'm not trying to rank who's the most available. I'm trying to rank who's the best players. So, to a certain extent, I detach from that because it's almost like picking somebody to be number one just because they won the championship. Like, you're just picking the guy who had the results. It's easy to, or just like, it's almost like you're ranking off points per game. Like, yeah, we can all read who scored the most points per game and rank them, but I don't think it's valuable at all to strictly just go off of what happened when you can apply some context into that and this is not what I'm, I'm not trying to rank the most available
2: they don't have for, well. one i think for me like the one of the differences is like the durability is the tiebreaker in this in this sense for, that's fine and it's the, yeah. it's the tiebreaker from from six to, to four and also Hmm. Again, they don't have a process. They don't have results. They don't have <laughs> anything to where we can look at them and actually have a legitimate sample size because they're playing two weeks on, two weeks off. They they don't they don't play in in the playoffs. And again, because they don't play, that entire team, that entire franchise is held hostage. They don't know what to do. They can't they don't have a plan forward, and it's because of them. Right, I'm not, and I'm not saying like that they actively nobody actively tries to get hurt, but it's their fault that the Clippers are in the situation that they are because they can't play.
0: Unlucky well, shit happens. Like I don't know, you're right. Like Kawhi yeah. has an issue; it's degenerative issue in his knees. We know he has injury problems, play? so I get it. But like a lot of these players have injuries. Like just been times where Jimmy missed a lot of games. He just got lucky that he had a healthy playoff run until he didn't. Like it's like, and then there's a, so many small things can can swing these things either way that. I'm not gonna. If it's a tiebreaker, it's fine. I get it. I'm not gonna be mad at picking Jimmy Butler over them. Jimmy Butler just had some incredible shit happen. So, this I'm not gonna die on this hill with them. But I just mean in general when we talk about injuries, we see on different lists sometimes where players like a Kawhi, like Anthony Davis, like whoever you choose to pick, get dinged a lot for being hurt. And I just feel like we pick and choose who we hold these standards to based off of which one's more annoying, not necessarily which one's like empirically more valuable. You know what I mean?
1: I think a great. A but great in this case, like yeah, it's even
3: that, Butler, but,
0: so
1: it's
3: but he, yeah.
2: even with but even with AD, like the w- one of the main oh reasons. Oh my god! Why, what, what, no, <laughs> hold on. I'm, I'm not even about to bash him. One of the main reasons why, like, <laughs> I why I didn't believe in the Lakers going into the playoffs was because he hadn't shown for a while that he could stay healthy, and then he did, and so it's like okay, like, and you were saying all year he's just had some unlucky stuff, like it it it's like that sometimes. Okay, fine, and listen, we'll see next year if that was truly the thing. Paul George has played four he played 48 games, 54 games, 31 games and then 56 games. He for nearly half a decade has not been <laughs> has not been reliable.
3: No, so, I agree. So, I, so I, I it's agree. not That's it's not
2: I, I, it's I, I not agree. unlucky. It's not unlucky. This is who he is at this point.
0: Okay, well part of that was on purpose. They're doing a load matching thing to be vi- to be available for the playoffs. And <laughs> we saw this year and he why? was available in the playoffs. And why? It worked. He was available. It was Kawhi that wasn't. And I agree. For a team-building perspective, when you're dealing with two of them that are no, like that... No, Paul wasn't available. Paul played in the playoffs. What do you mean?
2: Paul, Paul was not available. Kawhi's the one that got hurt. Paul George was there, wasn't he? No, Paul George missed the first round.
1: Yeah, he was hurt. Am I you're, yeah. yeah, you're tripping balls. They both
2: weren't there Uh-oh. because Russ was yeah. out there carrying the team. They both oh, weren't yeah.
0: there. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's, yeah, that's yeah. It's fun. tough when you have two yeah. of them. It's hard, but... You're right. So, again, I'm not dying over this. Jimmy Butler over them is totally fair. It's Jimmy Butler. So that's why I'm not like going crazy. But like so specifically, I'm really the one I have an issue with is Kawhi versus PG. Kawhi's just better. Like They're both hurt. Kawhi's more hurt. So you have him lower. That's your tiebreaker, like you said. Sure. I just think that we're trying to gauge who's the best player whenever they're available, when they're, you know, gauge them as a player. I don't necessarily... Health is part of it. You're right. Like, that's why Kawhi is behind Jason Tatum for me. Because you know when they're at, if everybody's healthy, hundred percent of the time, of course Kawhi's a better player, but he's not healthy, so I think it just has to do with how much we're weighing it. That it's a bigger deal for you than just for me because I give more benefit of the doubt. But again, yeah. I'm not Jimmy Butler going over them is fine. I mean, yeah, if, you, if
2: somebody's falling on your ankle, that's fine. But when your knee just can't stay together no matter how many braces you put yeah, on, yeah. that's just who you are. It's like, no,
0: I agree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Kawhi is like it's a degenerative issue that's gonna be a problem forever. So I totally understand.
1: Yeah, for sure. When it comes to your list, Donovan, your reasoning behind that, I understand and I agree with you to a certain extent. Things just change. Expectations change. And, like, this conversation changes when you're involving health rankings and all that. Like, when it comes to having, for example, Chris Middleton on our list and stuff like that. We, or at least I had him in different places compared to you guys because of health reasons, you know? And when you're talking about Kawhi Leonard specifically, like – the conversation is different even though like similar sentiment applies or whatever you know um I think that just overall expectation consistency and all that is just where we see the big differences and I'm not mad at it I can understand it i have my thing is when Kawhi Leonard is there like I know exactly what he is and what he's going to do and there hasn't been a second where he hasn't proven that whatsoever. And you can say similar things about paul george as well but overall i feel pretty comfortable and confident with like yo yeah, like if he's he's not on the court a lot because of a bunch of misfortune and stuff like <laughs> that but when he is on the court he's that dude yeah
0: yeah i just think in general like this isn't the right conversation to make the point i'm making because like i said it's very understandable for this list to put jimmy there above pg and Kawhi because of his injury issues as a tiebreaker that's fine i just think in general Over the last it really is because of Anthony Davis and the fact that he's a Laker and it's a big part of narratives that the NBA world has got become extremely critical of guys that get injured in a way that I think is like bad for how we talk about the game. Like not necessarily you doing Ryan Donovan, but we all like become victim of this way these narratives work, where we act like it's like a fault in these players, like they did something wrong, and we're just so extremely just negative about guys that get hurt a lot when really it is misfortune, it's a part of the game. It really comes back like with Anthony Davis he, in the last four years. He's had two healthy years, two not healthy years. All that comes down to is did somebody fall on his knee awkwardly or not? Like, there's so much variance in this type of stuff, and we treat it like it's not variance. You know what I mean? We act like it's something that's part... It's We act like it's equal to what they do on the court in terms of their skills when really it's just bad luck that's a risk at every single corner for every player. Like, if Katie was on this list, we'd have him high. He's also been hurt in very detrimental times over the last five years you know what i mean like we we pick and choose how we apply these things and i think it's just a weird thing that's become more prevalent over the last like three or four years
2: i mean listen kd would be sliding on my list he would would be sliding because he (laughs) can't because he can't play he can't play yeah
0: listen if if you're that's a part of your criteria that's fine like availability is important just not necessarily for the way i'm thinking about this list but i understand in terms of value yeah exactly and
1: one thing that i like to em- emphasize too is like when it comes to just the game of basketball and quite literally every aspect luck is a major factor and it's important like you know like we had sure. when we're, we're gonna look back at like someone like cp3's career you know he had po- quite possibly like one of the worst luck we've ever seen uh, no, from that happens every point guard year. of his <laughs> calendar, <laughs> quite literally every year pre-written. and because of that yeah and because of that like no one's ever going to he, his ranking is not in my mind where his game speaks to, you know? And yeah, yeah, I
0: get that. That's
1: just part of luck. Luck is a part of the game. You have to have luck in order to be where... You have to have luck in order to be in the upper echelon of the NBA overall, you know? So I'm not mad at all. Yeah. I can understand it. I don't have the same values necessarily as you, Donovan, but you have very valid points and you know, like, yeah. solid.
0: Yeah, for this argument, it makes total sense. It's just like it's it, like I said, it's so lucky. Like the difference between this year for the Lakers and 2021 was that somebody fell on 80's knee at the end of the regular season he missed the playoffs and this year he didn't. Like it's shit like that can swing narratives so hard that it, it's always tricky when we're discussing injuries. But yeah. with that being said, that is not the case with Kawhi and BG. They're detrimentally hurt all the time, so I totally <laughs> understand. <laughs> <laughs> but like, see, I understand that as far as putting Jimmy Butler above them. But if you, you didn't do this, but if you were to put bridges over Kawhi, then I would be like, come fucking on. Like, let's give him credit for what he does when he's on the court. But I can't be mad at Jimmy Butler. Yeah. What I, we are ignoring the biggest elephant in the room right now is that <laughs> Donovan has Jason Tatum at number one and we both have
2: LeBron. It's we for the same reason. At all.
1: It's probably for the same reason. <laughs> Health. Yeah, let us know
0: why you have Tatum number one.
2: Right now, I think Tatum is a better scorer than than LeBron um okay I, I that's I, not crazy to say I, I think I think that that he's that he's there and he's he's made the the jump I think for him the one of the things that like we wanted to see him do and he was doing it a lot early in the season and then as the season like went on it kind of like you know went in and out but Tatum getting to the free throw line consistently was a big part of why he started averaging 30 points a game this year and so i think him being able to put that pressure on the rim really has helped his offensive game take you know take another step so i think i, I think he, he's a better scorer than, than Braun right now uh this is also a guy i think i think defensively very comparable i think lebron um there was there was a stretch where like lebron wasn't great d- defensively but well, like he's a better defender that's but, but like he's he, like he's back so like there's that. And then also at the same time, like Mo said, like, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a tiebreaker. But he, he just plays more. He just like he played 20 games more. And LeBron is at a point where I don't and it was really shown in the playoffs, and I've said this before, but <laughs> LeBron is gonna give you oh what he has. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes that means, hey, I'm gonna turn up in the second half. But like clockwork, I know hey, if LeBron's getting 30 in the first half, go ahead, See, write this that. This is the shit I hate. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Write, write, this write, is the write that. I hate write about write the, the shit yeah. that nine points in the second half. And he's not gonna he's not gonna be there because he just can't do it. And it's like that's I hate that. We're uh, we're talking this is all based on the recent playoffs. And this is know, it's not No, it's based on the about. whole it's, year. It's based on it's, the whole that's year. That's not, and even well that's
0: just year. not true for the whole year. That's not true at all for the regular season pre injury. And we're treating this... It's like Going back to what I said about we just go off of results and not using context when we talk about this. He was not healthy. He was dealing with a foot injury. And we talk about this like all things were equal and he was just washed old man. He was not healthy by any means. You watch early season LeBron before he got hurt. Just as good as he's been for the last three years. He was incredible. You could say he gets hurt more often now, sure. But it's not always stuff that he has to play through. And is, Even this case that he does get injured a lot more we can't judge him on the court when he's playing through something that materially changes who he'll be next year.
2: I was listen, the the same amount of games that Kawhi, like LeBron played 3 more games than Paul George. He played 3 more games than, than Kawhi Leonard. And I'm looking at and I'm looking at them and to me like that standard of you not playing, that applies to to LeBron the last 4 years, right? He played 60, sure, it 67 does. games, 45 56 55. He's not on the Damn. floor consistently enough for me to look at Jason Tatum who is who played 74 last year and 76 the year before that, and to look at him and be like, okay, you're actually out on the floor every night, and, and you're averaging 30, and you're a better defender. Like, you are the better player right now. That's, no, I that, get it. That's, I get how, that. that's how I see it. I get the injury it. thing. I just mean whenever
0: we're talking about, like, I know he can't do it for two halves in a row, he's going to burn <laughs> out in the game. That's strictly based off his most recent playoffs where he is a materially different player and he's going to be going forward when he's actually healthy. And sure, he'll get hurt a lot and miss games. Fair. He won't always be playing through a foot injury that defines that playoff run and makes him a different player than he was before that. And he will be that. I was that. seeing
2: it in the regular season too.
0: He was I mean, he, he wasn't the same though. He was averaging 30 and then he averaged 24 in the playoffs. Like he was very different. Like that was not a thing in the regular season at all. Like he was the numbers buried out in the most simple sense. He was averaging 30 points before he got hurt. Like he was just as good as anybody else in the league.
2: And then what happened?
0: I think I hurt, which I said is a very
2: valid point. Which but, is now a consistent part of his game uh, that you have to I that agree. you have to that you have to bake into every single year now. And it's yeah, and, missing
0: games is a thing. Missing games will be a part of him, exactly. But playing with the foot injury that changes what he is when he's on the court is a different thing. That's where making those assumptions is, I think, just not indicative of who he is as a player going forward.
2: Just because he's playing, <laughs> just because he's playing through a foot injury, right? Like we both agree. Can can we both agree on this? If he's playing through something, then he's still hurt, correct?
0: If he's playing through something, then he's hurt?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. LeBron gets hurt now. Like that's just that's just I agree. and so that's all that's all I'm saying and so like whether he, listen, if he misses the game, obviously that's worse. You would rather have LeBron at 50% on the floor than LeBron than no LeBron at all. And I I'm completely like I understand that the fact that he's just he does not get a pass just because he's on the floor. Like I'm not I'm not going to say like oh, well you were hurt so it's okay that it's okay that you're like at, at 50%. You are you are hurt and you can't do the things that you want to do. And so there's other people who are more healthy, who are just as talented, who are here right now, and that's Jason Tatum. And Jason Tatum is the best small forward in the league for those reasons.
3: No, yeah, I get that.
2: <laughs> and that, that's fair. I'm just
0: saying that if you're picking him for health because like, he's available more often, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. The only problem is when you say things like, I know he can't be good for two halves in a row because he'll burn out because he's old. That specific... Just focus on that assessment. That is purely off of the last playoffs where he didn't have the energy level because he was playing through the injury and had to muster everything out of him. That type of stuff won't be a thing when he's healthy. You could say that he won't always be healthy. Sure, he'll miss games like you're saying. It's valid. It's just when we talk about best case scenario... You treat it like that is what he's gonna be when he's actually healthy. And that's just not the case.
2: Like those are two different things, you know what I mean? And I'm saying that if the constant stateful LeBron is that he's always hurt now, like then that's just what he, he is just, at this point. You <laughs> know, I've been literally just trying to figure
1: out how to say things in the most hurtful way possible <laughs> <laughs> without 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 it necessarily aligning with 110% his overall argument. I definitely understand you. I think it's a reach saying like or mentioning how he's going to give you 31 half and nine the other half. There's context in between those things and you can't just act like, you know what I'm saying? That shit didn't happen. But I mean, I can, uh, I can understand you and I just think the way you're going about it is crazy, but overall like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I think it's very, I think picking Tatum is totally reasonable. I just think there's better reasons than LeBron got hurt this last playoffs. And uh, like, he, the better answer is he's a just as good scorer and a better defender. Better two-way player at this point in his career. And that you think that matters more than LeBron's better passing, especially when you account for the uh, injuries. That's fine. What's totally better to say things better. That's part of the package. Yeah, 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 yeah that's fine. It's, it's totally valid. To pick but if we're
2: talking about have, LeBron James... Hey, <laughs>
0: you got to throw an eight in there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I just like, People are just so reactionary to the most recent playoff run when we talk about like every player ever. It's always like, what did you do list the most recent playoffs? That's how I'm going to rank you. And I hate that shit. Like, a lot of people would have LeBron at like five or something on this list because what happened in the playoffs? He averaged 23. Clearly, he's much worse than he was before. And it's yeah. just never that simple. Yeah. that nah, bunch of just context and be left behind. He's just old. <laughs> oh, my God. He's what go. it is. What yeah. it is. And he made it just as far as Jason Tatum did. Nice and healthy. Yeah, yeah exactly. listen. Listen.
2: If you want to tell me that, listen. Tat- Tatum doesn't have that dog in him, so he, so he can't be number <laughs> one. I'm cool. Like I get that, right? I understand that that's a part of the game, and I that's a willing his dog as a part of the game. <laughs> listen, that's a willing. That's a willing. That's why Jimmy Butler is here at three. Jimmy Butler be missing games too, <laughs> but for two months he's like, nah, I'm gonna get it done, and so now he's yeah. up to three. Like his dog just overcomes a lot of a lot of the stuff.
1: His dog it's overcomes crazy. a lot of stuff, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: crazy. But that, That's uh, the point, right? We don't shit on Jimmy Butler for missing games, but he does. And why did he turn you know into Michael Jordan?
2: Because he turns into Michael Jordan when when the playoffs come in. It's like, oh, okay. Like, and you know you what can,
0: derailed it? And what derailed his run this year? He got fucking hurt. <laughs> and he wasn't the same for the last two rounds. Yeah, wow, was whack. It happens. Yeah, exactly. can okay, also. The,
1: you could also go ahead and argue, oh, the only reason why the Celtics didn't make the most impossible comeback in NBA history is because Jason Tatum got hurt during the Game 7. A lot of people forget about that. Had a fucked up ankle, you know? So it's like... Oh!
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that was crazy. They, first off, they should have never been in that position to start with. <laughs> Listen, there's reasons. I'm not saying that it's crazy to put LeBron. There's reasons why Tatum shouldn't be number one. I'm, I'm okay with <laughs> it. I clearly understand that. I just, I just think that, like, as... As as we stand right now, and as we stand moving forward, Tatum is at a point in his career where, like you said, he's a better scorer than, than LeBron, his defense is better, and he's more available. And those three things combined mean more to me than what LeBron is offering right now.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fair. It makes sense. I think uh. if it came down to it in a playoff series, all things being equal, I'd rather pick LeBron on my team. But it's, it's so close at this point. It's close for the first time that I can't be mad at picking Tatum. But I'm going to give the edge to Braun just because, you know, all the things that come with being LeBron, being the best playmaker on the court at all times, still being a great scorer when he's healthy, can turn it on on defense and lock up, use his size effectively. I it, The only reason I think it's a conversation is, like you said, because the injuries. But I think when all things are equal, I'm still picking LeBron in most tangible ways. But I get it.
2: Okay. Not
1: a bad, yeah, not a bad way about going going against it, Donovan. <laughs> I love the hating <laughs> argument; it's always needed.
2: <laughs> it's not even
1: hating. I, I'm a. It is damn it! Stop lying. You know you're it's lying.
2: Not, is that not, how's it? How's it hating? How's it hating? Did I say anything that was like literally untrue? No, it's not.
0: Yes, true. yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think the he can only do it for one half. That's a little yeah. bit of hating. That's a little. Yeah. That's a little. Yeah, bit of, a little that was that <laughs> was hate. No, nah. that yeah. talking voice is <laughs> a little ridiculous. I disagree. <laughs> that's a, that, that is an example of one game in particular. Yeah. <laughs> the last game he played. That's the only time that's ever happened.
2: No, that's not. That's not true. That's not true. The, My the, bad, thir- the last the four 30, games he played. Listen, the thirty. <laughs> the thirty and nine. Yes, but the the but the fact that like I. It was kind of like tracking Anthony Davis's points for the first two for the first two rounds. We're like, we're oh like, listen, he scored thirty. I know he's giving me fifteen the next the next game. <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, it just, just is what it is.
0: Yeah, I get it. Either way, like most people, if you pulled it right now, LeBron would win because he's LeBron. But Fan a boys. lot of people would pick Jason Tatum. Like Jason Tatum is at the point where you can't be mad at him being number one. Like he's that good. Yeah. Like you said, just no dog. So. I don't want no, to. See no. it. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> Negative shit. dog.
2: That's fair. Y'all hear okay. that? I think so. It's is from. What is it?
0: I, I hear Quasimodo with the crayon leader surrounding him, climbing up the tower, Ringing the bell from the rooftop. It's shit. TikTok time.
2: <laughs> Let's get into
0: it. Let's get
3: into it. <laughs>
2: oh shit <laughs> Yo, that thirsty
3: that <laughs> shit. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to drill into <laughs> our, our doors. Like airborne was that.
0: <laughs> As always. We're gonna start with the draft. This time, we're gonna do a draft of players who never won MVP. It can be current players, retired players. Only thing that matters is they don't have an MVP under their belt.
2: I, 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 I have to, have I have to bounce I back. Ooh. I have to bounce back. The last couple of drafts, I'm not gonna lie, I've been selling. I, I've, yeah,
0: you picked Bam out of bio in the hottest draft. That was wild.
2: Listen, I I've talked with my coaching staff. We've we've talked. I think I'm prepared for today's draft. Let's let's get into it.
0: <laughs> I think it's Mo's first pick, Donovan's second pick. I have third pick. So, let's draft NBA players. Let's draft NBA lineups with only players who never won an MVP. Oops, Who's number one?
1: This is going to be tough. Number one. I hate that I'm doing this, but give me Luka Doncic. He's going to win one, but give me Luka.
2: Damn. 1-1 Luka Doncic? All right. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Uh, listen, give me Dwayne Wade. Oh, okay. Wait. Did, did he Wade did never won he an
3: MVP? Never
1: did he won. wait? We, we're not counting finals MVPs? Obviously not. That's so lame, bro.
0: Come
2: on now. You knew we weren't counting finals <laughs> Come MVPs. Come on now. Get, get so the lame. fuck out of here. Are we, counting, so are, we <laughs> are we counting Eastern Conference and Western Conference MVPs? <laughs> All-star MVPs? Be fucking real. <laughs> uh. Rising Stars games MVPs? Because <laughs> I'm getting D.I. Right, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead.
0: Dad, you got Wade. That's tough. Okay. I know what so you So first mean. pick, give me Kawhi Leonard. This is the easy one. Okay. <sighs> Next one. This one's a little tough. I'm trying to think of position value here. Next pick. Give me Dwight Howard.
2: Okay. Okay, that's good. I want to fill out my backcourt. Give me Chris Paul.
0: Ooh, damn. Okay. Chris Paul and D. Wade. You're not starting with a lot of size. I'll say that. He uh Kawhi
1: and, damn, Dude, Kawhi and Dwight Howard yeah, is damn, bro. Defense.
3: Kawhi Dwight Yeah, Kawhi and Dwight down.
1: Howard is a monstrous combo, bro. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Ah oh, man, this is so tough. But Go ahead and give me Scotty Pimpin. Okay. Ooh, that's a good pick. And then... I was hoping wrap, you so. Yeah, and then loop it up. Give me... I'm going a little bit small, but give me Dominique Wilkins, too.
0: Okay, so you have your one, two, and three. It's
1: yep. not that small.
2: All right, that's fine. Um, give me Anthony Davis. Oh, I was hoping I could get both of them next to... The Damn! No, I'm not, I'm not letting you get that.
0: <laughs> Damn, that's a good pick. So who do you have? You have Wade, CP three, and Anthony Davis. Yep. CP three to AD lobs. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> and CP three to D Wade lobs. Like I see the vision. You know what? I'm gonna go all in on defense. Give me Paul George at the two. And oh wait no, I was gonna pick.
3: Mm, I'm not going go in on defense. I was almost gonna pick
0: Draymond, no, 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 but I forgot oh, who was is available. Okay. Paul George at the two. And then give me Chris Bosh at the four.
2: I was thinking thinking about that. He's on my list. That's
3: That's nice. My team is (laughs) huge.
0: Whoa. Okay.
1: Got (laughs) Okay, so
2: with my next pick, (laughs) uh, (laughs) um, where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? Cat. (laughs) Come on, man. Don't don't disrespect me. Don't disrespect (laughs) me. Every (laughs) is cat. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Um, give Give me Jason Tatum. Oh, wow. Interesting. You're going to get
1: wow. Big, big that's so crazy.
2: <laughs> I'm leaning in on defense this this uh, this draft.
1: Okay. Damn. That's nice. That's nice. I like that. All right. So, at my five, give me Yao Ming. And then. <laughs> <laughs> big Yao. I like it. Will, will I get in trouble for saying it like that? I don't know. It don't matter. But at no. my four, go ahead and give me Carmelo Anthony.
0: Ooh, Donovan
3: yeah. didn't get him. He let him there fall you into go. your hands for yeah. the first
1: time. Yeah. I'm doing it 3-T at Dome. You should take this as a fence. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's okay. It's okay. All right, I got to get a five. Um, Do I want to play AD at the five? Go give me a four. Go give me a natural five. Uh-oh. I'm going to go give me another Nick. That's why I let Carmella go. Give me Patrick Ewing at my five.
0: That's Ooh. Nice. That's it's a, a, a very talented backcourt or front court, very talented front court. That's hella okay. nice. Last pick, there's two point guards I gotta choose between. Which direction do I want to take this team? You know what? Give me the best defense ever crafted. Give me Jason Kidd. Hmm. Okay. That's nice. two, three, and five, lockdown defenders. You could have had nice. Payton. What do you mean, Ben? Yeah, I defenders? thought you were going that way. I thought you were going well, that I way. I also want a fucking star on offense. I'm on both. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, it was that's, that's a, a nice thing. I had to choose between Kid and Dame. That was a tough one. Oh, you should have
1: picked Dame. Him. Damn. Yeah, so I was gonna pick him. You should have picked Dame. So for I have sure. Jason
0: Kidd, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Chris Bosh, and Dwight Howard.
1: That's a big ass team, man. You just making me it's uncomfortable huge. right now.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, All right. All right. i got going. i got cp3 dwayne wade jason tatum <laughs> Anthony davis and patrick ewing <laughs> that's nice
1: that's nice yo tatum ad ewing back. is terrifying i'm back, I'm back. Yeah. i got luca dominique wilkins scotty pimpin mellow and Yao ming i don't necessarily okay. love the fits with mellow yeah, there so but first, i did that because thoughts. for disrespect
0: First thoughts, you lost. That's one. Uh, second thoughts, you also lost. But who got better vibes? I mean, Ooh, I don't even think it's you. <laughs> <It's>
2: not-
0: <laughs> what? Luke has a bad vibe to start with at the one. I'll say that. Thank you. Oh, let's relax. Uh, recency bias.
1: <laughs> Whatever, B.O.
2: Listen, Scottie Pippen <laughs> is having a terrible time in life right now. His vibes oh, are yeah, horrendous. Oh, oh, my either. God. Bro, bro, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Melo does not bring good vibes either. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, you, you have the worst vibes, too. dude. I don't know. I have the worst vibes. Are you kidding me? What about Yao Ming? He's sure, cool. You got He's Yao cool. Ming. That he does He's a lot cool. for the vibes. He put a smile <laughs> to
1: everybody's face.
0: <laughs> All right. Next thing we're gonna do, as always, a tier list. We're gonna tier out championship teams. We did this before. We're gonna do it again with different teams. Okay. Uh, Ten of them for you guys. You, you know the drill by now. It's a tier list. We do this every week. So. Let's put these NBA championship teams into a tier list. First off, the 96 Bulls.
2: S-tier S tier championship team. Easy. This the, set the bar. Of all time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Got to get them out of the way so we know where the S tier stands. Thank you. Yeah. No conversation Next needs up. to be had. <laughs> Next up, the 2001 Lakers. Are they also S tier?
2: Also S tier.
0: They should be S.
1: They, that
2: they was lost a one game. Zero. They lost one game.
0: Yeah, that's, that's crazy.
3: It's
2: please. Listen, Untouchable. You bro. have you have that video on Twitter that goes around of Shaq and Kobe going um of Shaq and going going crazy every time. Yeah. That is that's uh, that's peak 01 Lakers.
0: Yep. Yeah. Vibes
1: are Both outrageous,
2: these teams are bro. the two
0: Exactly. These two teams probably have the best duos in NBA history. Easily. All right, next up, the 2020 Lakers.
1: Uh it's this tier I mean, this, you started off so high and now we're dropping yep. off a couple of tiers and i'm yep. thinking maybe c
2: not c i was thinking c, b i, think I was going to say b
0: b yeah
2: they were the number c 1 seed is... like like going going into the year they were they were really dominant they didn't lose games if they were up like True. after after the third quarter lebron was still healthy ad was healthy ad had a jumper like I, yeah I, they're good.
0: Yeah, you had you had an elite defense, the best player alive, still damn near at the peak of his powers, with arguably the best version of any teammate he's ever had in that single season run of AD. I think it's at least B.
2: I'm going B.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Right. I'm not going to go too thin with that. I think B B is fair. But man, that's but is, is it a Mickey Mouse ring?
2: Is oh it a God. Mickey Mouse <laughs> ring? Are we putting in C for next that 2015
0: <laughs> Warriors?
1: <laughs> oh, this is D D or C. Oh D. Yeah D, D is, or C. Oh D is harsh.
0: D or C? Come on now.
2: C. I'll say, yeah, okay, C. I'll say C. <laughs>
0: I'll say C. They won like sixty-seven games. They were great. Like, it's easy to say they're not a high-quality championship because they beat LeBron when he was really injured with no teammates. But they they would have won either way, I think that year.
1: Uh, I don't know if they would have won it either way. But anyways, like, regardless of fact, I, this is the worst version of the Warriors, which is insane to say. Uh. So and like looking at their. Roster, the whole strength and numbers thing was beautiful basketball. But when you're comparing him to powerhouses like both of these sacred teams, the Bulls, of course, like uh, it's clear as day this is one of like not the best. This is not the best championship team. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Scene, listen, scene I
2: don't scene. listen. I don't know if Danny Green could have held Leandro Barbosa. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Marie
1: Space. That's all I'm saying. Mo <laughs> buckets.
2: Come on, <laughs> Peak Sean Livingston.
0: Those oh nine God. points a game are backbreakers. Come on. Oh Andrew Bogie
2: still still jumping? Bro. This is a squad. Ooh. This is a squad.
0: They're going to be started on Pete Harrison Barnes.
1: Easily one of the most irritating teams, too. Festus Azili <laughs> coming off the bench and giving other teams fits. Damn. Oh, my
2: God. Festus Azili. How could I forget? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> All
0: right. Next up, 2023 Nuggets. No, going, this is this B? Is weird. A or B? Are they better than 2020 Lakers?
1: Oh, this no. is so tough, man.
0: If I'm... they are, they're just barely better. So I feel like they might be in the same tier. This is tough. I think this they're a B. I think they're a B. It's hard. I think... But... Yeah. I think maybe B for now, but I won't be shocked if you look back in a few years and realize they were A. Uh, I'm going to go man.
2: A. I'm going to go A. I think... I think having Nikola Jokic at his, like, apex right now, and we don't even know if it's his apex, but, like, at the peak. Maybe, right? But, like, you have a guy who was stumped for MVP, average a triple-double, and when you have that centering your offense, everything else is good. Jamal Murray was on fire. Michael Porter Jr. was good all all year. They lost four games in the entire playoff run. Like, probably has to be an A. They made it look easy.
0: Like, that was one of the most sweatless finals runs you've ever seen.
2: Yeah,
1: and There's there was a, a certain doubt. I'm going and there in. was a certain no actually and there there actually was it out for the Denver Nuggets too once the whole KD thing happened everyone's like oh like this is the team a lot of people including us like oh, had sure. a lot of our money onto them. <laughs> so it may yeah, be but once the playoffs started
0: once the playoffs started every matchup they had nobody thought they were gonna lose once the series started.
1: Yeah. Yeah exactly.
0: So or not even that, I, that, yeah just they never, they never were at risk of losing in terms of what was happening on the court. We thought things prior going into it, but once the game started, they never struggled. Are we talking ourselves into an A right now? Let's do it. I think we are. I, there I, an A. I
3: picked A. Okay. Let's do it.
0: A it is. That's an A. The 2013 Miami Heat.
2: Also A tier. Ah. Also A tier just because of how great LeBron was. They can't
0: go into S? They can't cross that threshold? They no, can't go like, into S. If you, had, nah. if you
2: said 2012, because D-Wade's knees were, like, just starting to okay, give out. 2012 <laughs> feet. 2012 feet. S. S tier.
1: Ooh.
2: S tier. Okay. The shooting that they had, the, yeah, the shooting that, that they had, Chris Bosh, like, playing playing that five, them kind of moving into, like, this new small ball era. It, you know, they were able to catch the whole league off guard. Like, not off guard, whatever. But, like. yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think I think them and also defensively they were a team where they were able to like they could lock in for five minutes and blow the whole game open and it, it would just yeah. be a wrap. So I'm going wow. S tier. Exactly,
0: the ceiling was crazy. They had more variance than teams like the Lakers or Bulls, but their ceiling was as high as any team we've ever seen. Like I said, when they locked in, they were unfuckwithable. They're probably at the bottom of whatever the S tier is, but they're too good for A tier. Okay, cool.
1: Uh, that's okay. That's that's fair to say. I was gonna ask. I already know your answer, but ninety six Bulls versus versus twenty twelve Heat. Who you got?
0: Yeah, the the Bulls. The Bulls are just a more complete team with the the teams. The team fit together better and had less holes than the than the Heat had. They were more yeah. talent oriented rather than fit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And as to uh, what Donovan said back when they made those lineup adjustments and stuff like that, that was super early in the new era NBA that we're slotted out with today when it comes to the spacing and shit like that. So I agree. S tier, okay. below tier, S tier. The
0: 2008 Celtics.
1: I hate that team so much. <laughs>
2: we got to go B, though. We, we have to go B. Their defense was also ridiculous. They were holding people yeah. under, and listen, it was a different time, but they were holding people under 90 points a game. Like, they were different defensively.
0: They were deep, too. Like they had, like I said, the first big three of the modern era, three stars legitimately. Rondo was no slouch. Like, they, had the B at minimum.
1: B minimum minimum is fair, but easily one of the most annoying championship teams ever, bro, ever. Paul Pierce over here claiming that he's better than D Wade. Oh, no, nah, he's, oh, he's,
2: he's a wild boy.
0: Yeah, in terms of likability of talent, this is an F tier. Yes. In terms of quality of players, it's a B tier.
1: Y'all better than me, man. I get in my emotions. I rank them. They're not even on the radar. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: next up, the 95 Rockets.
1: Damn.
2: This is a, this Peak is Akeem. it's a this is a, a D tier, it's a D. D. Okay, they get they get actually this seems kind of mean because like but they were coming back a lot like they were that's like I think ninety five is the year that like that Clutch City got got like pinned on them because they were they were down in nearly every series but like they like Clyde Drexler was still good but he wasn't you know Clyde Drexler and, exactly it's Hakeem it's like. It's an okay team, but I still think that they get beat by I a agree. lot of these other ones.
0: That's what it comes down to, is that they have Hakeem, who is as good as any star ever, debatably, at that point. But 2 through 10, compare him to somebody at the 2015 Warriors, the supporting cash isn't quite as good. I don't think they'd be able to beat the other powerhouse champions of all time. They get washed by Eastern. I think they get not washed. I think that's a little bit disrespectful to say, but
1: I don't think about it twice when it comes to matching up that team against a team like the Warriors or the Celtics or the Lakers, obviously. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. They would have beat the Bulls though. I will say that. The Bulls?
0: Ooh.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. pre pre-Rodman Bulls. I think they I think they beat them.
0: That's mm. not crazy to say. That's another Next conversation.
2: Up, the 2011 Mavericks. Oh, that's like a I don't C- I don't like these guys. FT. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I don't <laughs> like these Terry. T- it's wow, deer. dude. It's D or low key F. Like it's an it's an inspirational. No, it can't run. be F tier. Yeah, no, it it's an F-tier. inspirational run,
2: bro. It's probably, probably C tier, just because of like the run that they had to get there and the people that they knocked off. Uh,
0: I think talent wise, they're very comparable to the ninety five Rockets. I think. I think they're closer to the Rockets than they are to the twenty fifteen Warriors. Wow, fair, so we're putting them deep. But they
2: would knock in people. They knocked off. Kobe, they swept Kobe that year, and they beat Durant. In like five games, like they they were five they were games quick crazy. I can't, yeah, I can't remember if it was five games. I think it was quick, but they were quick. Yeah, but I mean,
0: in terms of gauging the impressiveness of their run, sure. But that run's only so impressive because they weren't that talented compared to these other teams. If they were as talented as other teams, they would they would have did what they're supposed to do. But it was impressive because they were not supposed to be doing this shit with Jason Terry, Jason Kidd, and. Deshaun uh,
2: Stevenson Sean Marion Yeah like Sean yeah. Marion Tyson I it, Chandler
0: I think it's gotta be D Same same logic as the Rockets
2: J.J. Barea
0: <laughs> Dallas I got you in my that's, heart You a C in my heart That's terrible <laughs> Next up The 2010 Lakers uh, This is
1: kinda hard to rank
0: Yep Kobe and Gasol champions
2: mm. Is this
1: It's not It's not an A
2: No No
1: so it has to be a it's B. Probably a C. Or a C. I'm
2: thinking a C. I'll say C. I'll say C.
0: They. Yeah. They're, they're not an all-time defense or an all-time offense. So they're not someone like the Celtics who have that one unit you can point to as being one of the best of all time. And it's not the best version of Kobe either. They don't have like the top tier player at his peak. Like like the Nuggets do with Jokic. They
2: just got it done.
0: Yeah. They just they, just, they, have,
2: they,
1: they just got, got it, it they done.
0: Who was in front of them? They beat who was in
2: front of them. Man. Yeah. Not a particularly yeah, remarkable I'm team. Okay. I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah. I ain't, I ain't going to argue about that at all.
0: See, Nice. Look at this list we got. So we got S-tier is the Bulls, Lakers, and Heat. A-tier is the Nuggets. B-tier is the Lakers and Celtics. C-tier is the Warriors and Lakers. And D-tier is the Rockets and Mavs. A real quick
1: question. Is there an F-tier team that exists that's won a
0: championship? I was thinking that, too. <laughs> If so, let's put him on a list. (laughs) Probably back in the day, like teams from like the 70s or some shit that just like snuck one in. But like nobody that comes to mind. I don't know. Is the 2004
2: Pistons in F tier? Shit. You got to go D tier. Do we? Why? Because for the same reason that we talk about the 08 Celtics, like their defense is just that legendary. And it's that. Yeah,
0: but they also have KG and Pierce. Like, if. If that team ran it back for three more years I mean, but would they, they had get to the finals again? That
2: that Pistons team Fuck no. Th- that they Pistons team made the finals twice. Yeah, they, they made the finals twice. They made the conference finals four times. Like it wasn't just a one-time thing. They were legitimately yeah, yeah, good. Ben right. Ben Wallace is a is a Hall of Famer, four-time DPOY. Like they have they have guys. Don't be yeah, yeah, a
0: historian. Right. That is true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Next
0: video. Next thing we're this is gonna be a long episode, y'all. We still got another 30 minutes in this bitch. Woo! Next up, next video we're gonna do is we're gonna do another player draft where we build a player. This time it's gonna be building a point guard with only retired players. So I do my homework. No Dame, no Curry. It's, it's it's a lot of names. A lot of the all-time great point guards are playing right now, so it's gonna be kind, exactly kind of difficult, more difficult than you think.
1: This list is you gotta get creative with this list.
0: Yeah, I think f- the last one we did. I think I went seconds. Who went first last time? I think I went. Donovan first. Did, no, Donovan really? went first because Donovan picked Booker passing first in the shooting guard. Draft. No, you're lying.
2: Yeah, I I didn't get that off the board.
0: Oh, you're right, you're <laughs> Booker right, you're Booker right. passing first. So me first, Don, uh, Mo second, Donovan third.
2: Uh, ha ha ha! <laughs> you, you guys are so funny. <laughs> you guys are so funny.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> let's draft the perfect NBA point guard with only skills from retired players.
2: That's right where I want to be too. Third, third pick. <laughs> this is good. Gross.
0: First pick, give me Magic Johnson body. I knew you were going need that there. frame.
2: I knew you were going there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Need that build.
2: Predictable. <laughs>
1: nice. Real quick for the audio viewer or for the listeners, Isaac, what are the segments? True. Or what are the archetypes or whatever? Mm-hmm.
0: We got body, shooting, uh, yeah. finishing, defense, and passing. You're slick. Cool. You said for the audio listeners, really, it was for you. But I'll let you have it. I have mine right here right, right right, in front <laughs> of kidding, me. I'm just kidding. So, I'm, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I, I thought instead of finishing, we were doing handles this week. So thank you. <laughs> you just pulled okay. up. It makes sense <laughs> why you think that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. So you said body for Magic Johnson. He got a lot of bodies. Whoa. I didn't oh mean it God. like that. <laughs> crazy. Uh, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> My mind was, like, you mean the was that way. I, I meant to say he had a lot of body, not bodies.
2: But no, then my mind didn't. was like, no, you didn't. You were did making no the other way. interception. You were, the joke. you were making the <laughs> joke. Stand on it. Right, you got me. Pick. You got me. Whatever. Make whatever. Your whatever. Pick.
1: whatever. Right. So for passing, there's a lot of great options. Go ahead and give me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just dumped myself mentally, bro, because there's so many fucking men options. Stalling. But give clap, me Jason back. Kidd. Whatever. Give me Jason Kidd. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, that's cool. Okay, let me. Okay, we're a point guard. Let's do this. First off, give me defense. Give me Gary Payton defense. Ah, oh, nice. that's a great pick. And then for rebounding, give me. Rebounding there's is no not There's no rebounding. Thanks. <laughs> I had that. I had that. Run down. My, bad. My bad. Why the fuck did you write that rebounding? We never <laughs> did that. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 and then for body, give me Penny Hardaway.
0: Okay, mm. Penny's a good pick. There's only two really tall, all time great point guards, so you, you we got them both. Damn. Like I am mad I didn't get Gary Payton. Gary Payton's a big advantage.
1: Yeah, that sucks. Six for nine me, man.
2: lockdown? Yeah, we're good. We're good.
1: Six seven, but yeah. That reeks. Okay, so for shooting. Let me go ahead and give me <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and give me Steve Nash. For shooting, you said?
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna pick I gotta delete the guys you picked off my list. There's a lot of options here. For shooting, give me Steve Kerr. <laughs> what? Ah. No Gilbert Arenas? <laughs> give me Steve Kerr. <laughs> Steve Kerr. <laughs> Gilbert Arenas is actually on my list towards the bottom. Yeah. And then, so I got shooting, I got body, any finishing, defense, and passing. I'm going to bet one of these, actually, you know what, I'll just take them now. For defense, give me Walt Frazier. That's good. Okay.
2: That's good. Yeah. Okay. Lockdown down far. at 6'9".
0: Oof. I think Magic's one weakness. Okay.
1: So, for finishing, go ahead and give me Baron Davis. High flyer. I need it. Okay.
3: I I need need it. I like that.
2: I wasn't even thinking about him. That's a good pick. Yeah. I need it. For for shooting, it's going to be a deep cut either way. (laughs) Oh, my God, bro. (laughs) It's going to be something crazy. I'm gonna just do it because I because I want to say his name. Give me Mahmoud Abdul Rauf for shooting. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's hard. That's, that's hard. A nice deep cut. Let me, let me get him for Respect. shooting. At the off the dribble back in. I like it. Yep. Respect then,
1: the OG Curry.
2: Yep. And then for finishing, give me Isaiah Thomas. Oh damn! OG. OG, OG, OG Isaiah Thomas.
0: That's a steal. Nice.
1: Nice. nice. Okay. That's my so next pick. Fuck. Alright. <sighs> I right. think I'm here.
2: Guys, <laughs> I think I I'm proud of myself. All right,
1: so for defense, give me Chauncey Billups, underrated. you ain't, okay. a lot of people forget okay. about that name. Um, yeah. S- all
0: right, guys, I'm gonna pick the steal of the draft here. Give me Kevin Johnson for finishing. That's good. You want to talk about a high flyer, one of the best point guard dunkers of all time? That's slept good.
1: on. Baron Davis catching more highlights than him, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all all right. I got left
0: is passing. Give me the all-time assist leader, John Stockton.
1: Lame, phony assist, fake assists, fake stats. <laughs> fake <laughs> assist. Get your shots. <laughs> <laughs>
2: not my favorite person, but yeah. for passing skills, I'll take him. That's cool.
0: He's that. not taboo like his teammate is. Gross. He's close. He's trying to make him uh, some taboo. Dude.
2: He's trying to. He's close. <laughs> uh. so they are partners for life. <laughs> One more discretion, and I might
0: have to put him on the list. You might join Mr. Bridges and Mr. Nasty Man. Oh, dude.
1: Mr. Nasty Man. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So, limp for body, I'm kind of running short on this. But. Literally. <laughs> yeah. For the sake of vibes. Give me Sean Livingston. He okay, ain't the fastest the other out here. Guy. He big as hell. And you're going to feel him when he's <laughs> up <all> you, bro. <laughs> he's big as hell. Yeah. yeah
2: funny. All right. For passing, um, uh, yeah, let's go here. Give me Rajon Rondo for passing. I knew you were going to pick that. W. It's a good yeah. pick. That's it's what I would have picked.
1: It's an amazing nice. pick. Two points, right, 25
2: so assists. Oh, yeah, my guy's crazy. a Hall of Famer. Yeah. <laughs>
3: These are
0: all the best players of all time. Uh, I have Magic Johnson's body. Magic Johnson's body. I'm large. Steve uh, Kerr shooting. Kevin uh, Johnson's finishing. John Stockton passing. And Walt Frazier defense.
2: Go watch your highlights. Go watch I just, your highlights. Know uh, who Isaac's about talking say. about.
0: I've been I straight geezers. The comments aren't going to love my player because they don't know shit about Kevin Johnson or Steve Kerr. Or Walt <laughs> Frazier for that <doesn't> matter. <laughs> Well, my player's nasty.
1: For body, I got Sean Livingston shooting Steve Nash, finishing Baron Davis, passing Jason Kidd, and defense Chauncey Billups. We got a lot of old head okay. names.
0: Well, they're all retired. They're all old. Yeah, heads. I know. This, this
1: TikTok might not do thinking about it. Bane. <laughs> this kid's going right. who? Yeah. If it's on all the right. mellow ball, what? Thanks. All <laughs>
2: right. For body, I have Penny Hardaway shooting Mahmoud abdul rauf Finishing. I have OG Isaiah Thomas passing. I have Rajon Rondo. <laughs> bro, I'm about to freaking laughing. <laughs> oh he was my laughing god! You're laughing at me. All right, uh, all right <laughs> for pass. God. We all don't know. If I
0: remember to put it in there, I'm gonna put his audio in there. But our producer to kill his mic wasn't muted, so he's
2: sitting there giggling and Donovan's <laughs> hearing him laugh. Uh, I just in my, uh, in my, just laughing. No, he's, just, no he's not laughing. Getting, he's giggling. getting made fun of. All right, finishing finishing. OG Isaiah Thomas passing Rajah Rondo defense. Gary Payton, my guy is the best player out of out of all of ours. I won.
0: I don't know about that. I won. I'm large. I am too. My <laughs> guy's <is> 6'9. <six> <laughs> uh,
1: that's a. Yeah. That total voice
0: was crazy. <laughs> best, that wasn't good.
1: I apologize the for the audio listeners. I've never
2: that was not erotic. I'm, ironic.
1: I'm so sorry word? to the audio listeners.
3: <laughs> Me too. <laughs> sorry.
0: He was moving his shoulders a really. little. <laughs>
1: Uh, I seem <laughs> said that Sassy ass Yeah <laughs> Alright
0: next thing we're gonna do We're gonna stick on the topic of point guards I'm gonna list some NBA teams And you guys have to list Who the best point guard in their team history is Okay So this will be interesting We're gonna go through 10 teams Let's get this I love this Who is the best point guard in this NBA team's history? First off The Atlanta Hawks
1: It's gonna be it's Trey Young, young. Trey Young yeah. I think
0: it's too early to say Trey already It yeah. will be But is it might be a little early as is
2: Who's your other option? Pistol beat. Pete? Pete Maravich? We don't care. Yeah. It's it's Trey. <laughs> it's Trey. He knew the other option. He's an ass. <laughs> I'm going to say Trey. Well, uh,
0: no, no Doc Rivers?
1: Let's be for real.
3: <laughs> 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 Come on now.
2: He's a one-time uh, All-Star. Hell nah. Gross. Word? He made All-Star team one time? Yeah. Wow. Wow. You I did, did. No, I, I actually did it. 1988.
0: Wow, fourteen points, nine point three assists. Gross.
2: <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! Hey, uh, okay, Doc. Look at Doc. I see you, Doc. I see you. Okay, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, respect. Oh, damn. But it's Trey Young
0: though. Okay, the Boston Celtics.
2: We can't. We can't give this to to Bob. Why not? <laughs> Dude, What's wrong Bob, like, bro. <laughs> That's wrong with Bob. The way my eyes Bob, went
0: man.
1: wide open just to think about this, and I'm like, damn, it might be Bob.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't want to though. Melissa, is it Marcus Smart? <laughs> 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 I'm over. No, it's Bob Cousy. I mean, I guess honorable mention could be Rajon Rondo, but
2: it's Bob Cousy pretty easily. I Let me think. see the Rondo, tennis, uh. tennis <laughs> Right, fine. Listen, we'll, fine, I, fine, I, I we'll want to
0: say Rondo, but whatever.
2: We'll give Kuzi the uh, nod. I saw, I saw
0: some highlights about Kuzi recently. I think it was Jokic Jost, Star on Twitter uh, was showing his highlights. That man could actually pass. It was kind of crazy. I was watching him run up down the court. The passes he was making were kind of nuts, actually. Oh. Granted, playing against substitute teachers, but <laughs> that man could pass.
1: <laughs> Isaac, we just gained one new hater. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Next up. The Brooklyn Nets.
2: Oh, this is easy. This this is Jason yeah. Kidd.
3: Yeah, it's Jason hands
2: Kidd. down.
0: Oh. who's second? Who's even the, no, no Darren Williams?
3: Oh, Darren
1: Williams. No. should well, be I mean, in the conversation the for a second. Nah, he but he, it's he was Kidd. washed
0: when he got there, though. Yeah, not washed, but he wasn't. His best years weren't with the Nets, though.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's a nice name, I though. I think
2: it's very clearly Jason Kidd.
0: No, Kyrie Irving, love.
1: That boy gave them straight hell and turmoil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that man ruined Josiah's life.
1: <laughs> yeah, good grief, man. Man had nightmares, couldn't sleep, couldn't spend a week without without fucking Kyrie doing some shit. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: man, listen. As far as accomplishments go, Kyrie did topple the one of the most talented teams of all time single handedly. It was his own team,
2: but he still did. it. <laughs> he has messed up. But it's true.
0: (laughs) Nah, it's Jason Kidd, though, for sure. The Chicago Bulls.
2: It's Derrick Rose. Uh, Yeah, it's
1: Derrick Rose.
0: Yeah, Derrick Rose. Rose. That one year? That one year does it? Is nobody else in competition?
1: Nah. Yeah. Not even thinking about it.
0: Who do you want to talk about? Yeah, I think you're right. BJ Armstrong? I don't even know. Shit, the fall off is crazy.
2: Kirk Heinrich?
3: Oh, my goodness, bro. I'm okay.
2: Steve Kerr? Name
0: another
1: point
2: guard who has a
1: name. Name another point guard who has a song by Lil Pump. It's D. Rose. Listen. listen. Easy.
2: Lonzo Lonzo Ball for the first 20 games. Uh Uh-oh. Legendary.
0: (laughs) I think if you just look at Derrick Rose's October through January of 2011, that alone for a career would be enough to be number one on the Bulls list. I agree. Damn.
2: I agree. He was like
0: that. (laughs) Lynn Sanity would be enough to be second on this list. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) The Cleveland
2: Cavs.
1: Kyrie, or is it Mark Price? I want to say Kyrie though.
2: It's Kyrie. It's it's Kyrie over over Mark Price. He he got the chip. He got the chip with LeBron. Yeah. And he hit the shot. And he scored forty-one in Game Five. It's too many memorable
1: moments, bro. Way too many memorable moments help uplift that organization when it really matters. Yeah, but Kyrie did, Kyrie run. did, what, seven years there?
2: 20, no. Wait. When did he come in? 2011? He, he, he came six in six
1: 2011. There? He did six years there, yeah.
0: Okay. okay. Six years there. It's not the most longevity, but he does have the accomplishment of the chip, so I, I can rock with it.
1: The motion was there. was it for long, but he damn near, he had it.
0: Yeah. Thank God LeBron came back.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> If he didn't come back, we'd Dad be having bottom. a completely different conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Damn. Is it? Do you want to say Luka? Is it Luca? Listen.
2: Is, is it Jason incl- Kidd?
0: So, the first instinct is going to be to say Jason Kidd. Yeah. But, but he wasn't Jason up, Kidd, though. Yeah, exactly. Luca has played five years there. Four first-team All-NBAs. I don't know of any other player in their history besides Dirk that has four first-team All-NBAs. All
2: right.
0: So easy, so, <laughs> so, so early like into his, like his career, that. like there's no like conversation to have.
2: Is, it's not like their, their franchise is historically great. Like You got it. You won. Luka Doncic. Easy convo. <laughs> Shout out Luka. Good job.
0: The Los Angeles Lakers. Magic. All right. what? I know what you guys are
2: thinking. You're thinking Derek Fisher... <laughs> so I'm going to go
0: D'Angelo Russell. I uh,
2: I was thinking about Steve Blake, but... Fair point. Fair point. Right?
0: But I mean, 2017 Lonzo Ball has a claim. I don't know if we're going to give it to him because of health, but he's in the conversation. At talking, least. You,
1: you're thinking Lonzo. I'm thinking Alex Caruso.
0: Oh, fuck.
2: He changed I'm going to overlook Alex Caruso. <laughs> he changed the game. You guys are forgetting about somebody from the 80s. You guys are forgetting about Norm Nixon. And I don't understand... (laughs) understand You're disgusting. (laughs) Gross, man. He was the point guard before Magic got there.
3: I didn't even know that.
0: (laughs) Alright, it's Magic Johnson. Next. The Hornets. Kemba (laughs) Walker.
1: Is it you? you? Am I a Hall of Famer?
3: (laughs) Put respect
1: on Kemba Walker name, man. Is it Kemba? Yes, Kemba. You don't yeah. have to think twice about it. It's Kemba. Yeah. Longest they center, are a pop Multiple friendship. all-stars. I think. Uh, how many all-stars have they had in their organization's history?
2: I mean, they've had a couple. <laughs> a couple? <laughs> they've had a
0: couple. <laughs> Who? Kemba, Alonzo Morning, LaMelo Ball. Larry Johnson. Oh, game. <laughs> ball. Yeah. Larry no. Johnson. It's Kemba. Yeah Larry, yeah, Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson's probably their best player ever. Yeah. Right. Speedy Meatball. Last one. The Houston Rockets
2: is James Harden, right? Are you call right. Him a we'll, point we'll guard or a, what kind of James a point for his entire career? Because he really like switched. It was like half and half.
0: I think most of James Harden's time there was a shooting guard. I think so his. We'll him I think guard.
2: his best time was as a point guard, though.
0: No, his best time was when he had CP and he won the MVP. He was a shooting guard. Mm. He was only a point guard for a couple of years before CP got there. Hmm. So what kind of Harden is it two? So outside of him, hey, look, is it those two years of Chris Paul? <laughs>
1: Damn, cp 3 feels weird as hell. Yeah, no, nah, I'd rather put Harden to be honest. I'm not. With you. I'm yeah, not lie. like you could put, you could say that like Harden played point guard or whatever. Y'all or forget a about Steve whatever, Francis.
3: Let's not. Is do it Steve that.
2: Francis? Steve Francis. I'm not gonna lie. Listen, the 2008-2009 Houston Rockets. Aaron Brooks was low key cooking. It's like he. <laughs> oh
3: my god. <laughs> Aaron that is the deepest working. cut, dude.
2: I listen. I was watching those games on my 20. That, listen, Aaron Brooks was doing something.
0: Let me see. How many years has Steve Francis played with this team? He played one, two, three, four, five. Steve Francis <laughs> made three all-star games with this team. Is that better than what Chris Paul gave them in the two years? Did
2: Chris Paul make any all-star hell games? Hell
1: no. Bro.
2: Yeah, Chris Paul made two.
0: Almost beating that
1: 2018 <laughs> <laughs> Warriors team. No, hell no. <laughs> almost beating that 2018 Warriors team damn near deserves a banner within itself.
2: Oh, <laughs> stop that. Stop that.
0: Actually no, well, let's be LA. real. Actually Chris Paul didn't give them any all-stars.
2: Yeah. So Steve Francis, congratulations. Oh my god, bro.
1: <laughs> CP3 <laughs> almost <laughs> beat Steve Francis. You're the best. C- CP3 almost beat one of the greatest teams of all time. Give him his respect.
0: He didn't Chris do Chris Paul's it. greatest accomplishment in the Rockets uniform was choking. Congratulations.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you Chris, got Chris de- didn't, No, no, no. Chris didn't do that though. Cuz he was hurt. Like he oh, like damn, he always was is. Me. His greatest
0: accomplishment is being not available. That's crazy. Damn. Him. Steve Francis, you are the GOAT. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I never thought we I would see up. his name in these convos. All right,
0: next thing we're going to do is I'm going to show you guys some graphics of starting fives for the NBA teams. And you have to guess them based on the colleges they went to. We've done this Let's before. Do but this time there's going to be a twist because there's going to be one missing.
1: Okay.
2: So there's uh, going to be a question games. mark. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Guess this NBA team based on where they went to college. First up, here we go.
2: This is the Sacramento Kings.
1: Hell no. This is your... Are you crazy? not the
0: Sacramento Kings.
1: This is the Oklahoma City Thunder. I only know that because of that obscure-ass oh, call that J-Dub went to.
2: Yeah, Santa Clara. Yeah. Right. I had to look at him right. like, I is that a community right. college? <laughs> I saw I, I saw Kentucky and Gonzaga. I immediately thought so, of, of Fox and Sabonis. I got. You said, yeah, I no. Is that last chance? You?
3: <laughs>
1: uh, all the Santa Clara alumni finna be on our next tomorrow.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, all six of them. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> Spare uh, me. All right. Next up, we got this one. Feel free to scroll. <laughs> Who's that? Here. This is.
2: Oh, this is the Dallas Mavericks, correct? This is not the Dallas Mavericks.
1: Okay. If I'm it's not it. the Mavericks, is it the Boston Celtics?
0: It's not. Mostly because I lied and this is the Dallas Mavericks.
1: <laughs> oh, you ass. I told
0: you.
2: <laughs> Wait. Had me doubted myself.
1: Kyrie Duke. That
2: who Tennessee went to Michigan? Is Grant Williams
0: uh,
1: Yeah, Grant
2: Williams. Is it projected who, lineups for next year?
1: But who went to Michigan?
0: Tim Hardaway Jr
1: oh yeah
0: damn which yes. granted Josh Green might start over him but it doesn't uh, matter yeah whatever next one that how about this Wichita
2: team Wichita State oh this is the Houston Rockets
0: damn that was fast
2: damn it not even bother you if
0: there was two question marks on this yeah. one the, cause yeah.
2: there's like two players in the league from Wichita State so like yeah <laughs> one of them uh, <laughs> who's the other one uh, Auburn is Jabari Smith Jr. Then Oregon is Dylan Brooks.
1: No, I'm saying which to, w- what other player goes to which went to Wichita State. Oh, I don't, I don't State. know.
2: We'll keep up with them like that. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Just, yeah. I, 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 no just, I just said it. Yeah. Right there, there, could <laughs> okay. be, there could be 10 people in the league from Wichita State. I wouldn't know. Ron, Ron Baker. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, listen, Nick's legend. Ron Baker. He's not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Clay Anthony Early. Ew. A name. All right.
0: Next one. How about this team?
2: Oh, this is the Golden State Warriors. You got Draymond? Yeah,
0: you gotta talk through it. Talk through this. It's a yeah. I, just wow. it I can't.
2: I know this too well. Yeah. This isn't yeah. this is hard for me. I can't I can't just <laughs> manually like, talk.
1: I was stumped for a second with Clay's College. <laughs> yeah, Clay went to Washington State. Yeah, bro. That's so forgettable for me, bro. It doesn't even feel real.
0: Yeah, th- yeah that's what that's one. If you know where Clay went, you get this instantly. If you don't know, you're gonna struggle. Yeah, exactly. Next one. How about
2: this team? This. I'll there. I'll just there. <laughs> oh, I got I to talk to Ohio U- State. I have to make UGA. up some stuff. I got to know. This there's is only the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, there's only two <laughs> players
1: in the NBA or three players in the NBA who went to UGA. That's Nick Claxton. There's KCP. And then there's Anthony Edwards. Has to be the T-Wolves. Nice.
0: Nice. <laughs> we that's for the, the tiktok yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's for right the tiktok last up damn
1: <laughs> oh last up it either has to be nick oh, claxton or kcp and i'm leaning Okay. Uh, Nick Claxton, Villanova yeah. Terrible delivery, Horrible delivery. <laughs> I'm Yeah I know it was fucking ass It has
2: to be Nick Claxton <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who went to Colorado But I know that, that Mikael Bridges went to Villanova And I'm taking him so I'm taking the Brooklyn Yeah States.
1: who the hell went to Colorado Who was that guard
2: Spencer Dinwiddie He went to Colorado I've never <laughs> seen one college highlight of Spencer Din-
1: Dinwiddie In my life <laughs>
2: He had no offers like that? He had no motion? That's crazy. Damn. That's bro crazy. Was posted. bro was posted
0: in Boulder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man.
2: Just God. him and Derek White playing play Mad Games at Madden? That's crazy. That's it. <laughs> each other?
1: Yeah, nah, man. Damn, Spencer. All
0: right. We got one more video before we get out of here in this long-ass pod. Donovan, I think you have some names that we're going to blind rank.
2: That's right. How many? What I with
0: a, I five. Rank
2: these NBA players Without knowing who's next Alright Y'all ready I'm ready Cool Rate these NBA players <clears throat> Rate these NBA players Without knowing who's next You said rate Oh rank Rank these NBA players Without knowing who's next
0: Okay let's go i built for blind rankings Kyle Kuzma This would be perfect Kyle Kuzma That's a quintessential four I think what about Wait you, Ooh Kyle Kuzma he
1: has to be a four. He's a perfect four.
0: Perfect four. He's, he's built to be number four. Yeah, perfect mid. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fourth place in every race he's ever ran.
2: <laughs> Donovan Mitchell.
0: He has to be two or one. My gut says two. My brain says maybe one, but I'm gonna go with the gut. He's number two. Let's do two. There's gonna be there's gonna be one true superstar on this list. I know it.
1: Yeah, exactly. There there's definitely at, at least ten players better than him in the NBA.
0: Jason Let's Tatum's look. on this list. I'm feeling it. Number three. Calling it now.
2: D'Angelo Russell. Oh, that's five. Five. Yeah, that's a a quick. Let's put him at six. Let's bury (laughs) his (laughs) ass. Damn, bro. Yeah,
1: rumor has it. Yeah, rumor has it D'Lo still shooting them practice free throws, bro. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah,
2: Easy five. Next one, Devin Booker. Look at us. He is
1: number one. Number
2: one.
0: Number
1: one. Perfect. Conversation
0: is over. This is a perfect list. Tell me number three. I nailed it. I know it.
2: Jason Tatum is next. Fuck! I told you Jason Tatum was on this list. <laughs> Isaac, you're a <laughs> bastard.
3: Oh, why
1: didn't you stay 10 oh, toes?
0: I Damn. I was right. Fuck.
1: You're nasty <laughs> for having these. You're nasty for having Jason Tatum last. You're nasty. <laughs>
0: Jail.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: what can I say? <laughs> God, and bro. just
0: like that, this episode is over. Mo, tell people what they should comment. Go ahead and comment, join the Discord. Comment, I'm joining the Discord after you join the Discord. Perfect.
3: Thanks.
0: Or comment, I joined the Discord. Past tense. Tell us you've already done it. And don't lie and You either. know what? Don't lie. Yeah, don't lie. If, if, if I find out you commented, you joined the Discord and you didn't, I am going to, what am I going to do to you?
1: Don't even say it. Just know that it's over, buddy. Oh, it's coming. Just know it's coming. Whatever it is, it's on the way. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. Leave a like.
0: Goodbye.